Bad snap. Bobble oh. scoops oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU! From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Happy Sunday, East Lansing. It's a beautiful Sunday, February 23rd, another Sunday edition of the Green and White Report. It's a small studio today. It's just Collins and I know Rabinowitz in. He's coaching a hockey game. He, he, I guess we're not important enough I to skip so. a 12-year-old hockey game. Yeah, like what? We, yeah, this is, we do this show together, and he's just like, I got to coach hockey. He's not even getting paid for that either. I mean, he doesn't get paid I was here saying, either. He yeah. doesn't get paid here either. You're the only one who gets paid out of the three of us. Paper. Just, just making our paper. You know, it's okay, I guess. How are you doing? It's fine. I'm doing good. It's been a good weekend. It's a good Sunday. Did you walk here? Yeah. It was a nice walk. It was, yeah, it was, it was a, a nice good walk. walk. I lo- like, like I say, I love walking. <laughs> yeah, I love getting the atmosphere. It's nice out, though. It's like, what is it, like 45 degrees? I think so, yeah. Sunny. Sun feels is great. shining. It feels good. Yeah, no, walking around on a nice day like this, you got some good music in your headphones. It's just, it's perfect. There's nothing better. I, no, yeah, get get the AirPods and feel great. You, like, oh, it's a great feeling. It's a flex with the AirPods. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Got to, got to. You have to. But, uh, yeah, beautiful day. How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, just enjoyed it. Had a couple buddies up this weekend from home. Yeah, I need to stop spending money. It's this. It's to that point of the year where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna relax for a little bit. And, and we got spring break next week, so this yeah. whole week is gonna be me battling with limited groceries, like how far I can make it <laughs> without spending money. On food and groceries. What do you got? What's what's stocked up right now? I literally think I have like seven eggs. So <laughs> okay. if I want to have scr- scrambled eggs like every meal and then mix in a calf swipe every once in a while, I think I could get there. That's solid. That I have a bunch of week. Honey Nut Cheerios, but the milk is expired. Got to throw that out. I keep forgetting to do that. That's Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, that's, it's disgusting. That's not great. How expired? Like a week? Very expired. Oh, very expired. Yeah. Still in I didn't realize until like yesterday, but I was too lazy. To dump it out. Have you ever like Yeesh. dumped out inspired melt? I like get scared of doing yeah. it. It's uh, it's like uh yuck. I don't like it. No thanks. It's, I'm one of those people. It's really bad. My parents hate it, but I'm one of those people who like I look at the date and if we're even a day past that, I'm like ah, I don't know about this one. I used to be like that, but like and then I there was like a thing on campus. I think freshman year. It's like if it's a like, date like two or four days over, like you can still have it. I think it's just like sell by then. Yeah. Yeah, it's the sell-by date, but but like if you if you, oh my god, melt is a disgusting, like I, it's a whoa. Think about it, like yeah. And when I think about melt, I'm like whoa. How does it go bad when it's stayed refrigerated? <laughs> like I don't I don't get that. Like how does that even occur? Crazy. Know. Did you catch any of the uh, Wilder Fury fight last night? Yes, I mean Wilder was being he was like a puppet out there. Fury was absolutely bashing him. He got beat. He got beat bad. Where'd you watch it? I was so uh, Joe Dandrin had some people over his house and they station had the, they had manager the fight on. Joe Dandrin. Station manager Joe shout Dandrin. Out. Yeah, shout out Joe. It dude, it was not even close. Like yeah, it, it wasn't. And I liked Wilder. I, I was like, no, I did too. I, I, I thought Wilder because he got beat the first time they basically fought, and then he had that massive knockdown. So they just like gave him a draw. But I mean, Fury. 
for a guy who has the love handles Tyson Fury has, he should not be dominating a guy who's as cut up as Deontay Wilder. He really, he reminds me so much of Nikola Jokic in the NBA. Like those two guys. <laughs> you see that not picture of so Jokic good. as a kid? Yeah, like with the ch- like the like eight rolls. I touched my buddies. I'm like, that was me in third grade, just <laughs> at the pool with the boys having some Cheez Its. Man boobs out. It was great. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. He does kind of remind me of Jokic, but like. He was like faster than Wilder too, and yeah. I, I I don't know how much more he weighed than Wilder, but he like weighed in at like what like two eighty. I think so. Yeah, it, that's insane. Do you like boxing? I, I do. Really. I you like. Know? I'm not. I'm not as into it as like. I guess I I want to be because I get I don't yeah. know. There's not a lot of the sweet science. Yeah, but I love I love the sport of boxing. So like I love boxing movies get me every time. I'm always sold. I love looking back at like old tapes of great boxers. You know, you watch like some Ali highlights, some fights and stuff like that. Like I think boxing one of those like just beautiful sports for some reason, even though it's absolutely the ins- sweet science. Insane. Yeah, the sweet science. It's, I, it's crazy to me that boxing that like for a majority of the time in this country was like. Boxing is our best sport. Like we're just gonna watch boxing. Like it is not that entertaining. Like so, yeah. like like you would see two good bots. Like watching Floyd Mayweather fight, I'd rather pull teeth out. It is just not enjoyable to watch. I don't know why people pay for Floyd Mayweather fights. It's a tough one. It's a, it's a tough watch. But it's I don't know. I think he is as you know as boring as it is watching him. This the the technique and the skill behind what he did. Was great. I mean, he said, like, "What is he like? Fifty? You know, I don't know." But heavy. I like the heavyweights throwing at it. Like oh, all yeah. this welterweight. Like I don't know what Mayweather and Pacquiao and all those. Like when that was going on, it was like, "Oh, okay, Pacquiao and Mayweather," and they never fought. But like for Fury and Wilder to fight, like kind of both in their like primes or pieces, it was kind of cool. It was sweet. It was sweet. I like. Have you seen this guy? He's floating around like Instagram and stuff because he's got like super fast hands. It's like Ryan Garcia. I think is his name. I think he's like a light. Wait, maybe that might be might be wrong, but he won. Dude's got fast hands. Yeah, he, I like mean, knockout duh. power. Duh, I boxing training though is something I want to be a part of. Yeah. Like I want to be the cut man. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like in Rocky or like the guy who just like he, he, I I'm like holding up the gloves and he's just hammering me. That's have you seen? Have you seen Creed? Yes. The scene when when Michael B. Jordan's literally just hitting the pads and the guy's just holding him up. Like all right, let's go again. I'd no, love I like to be the, that I, I like when uh. Rocky in Creed is that like the body suit on? Is oh, it, yeah. it hit, hit the body, hit the body. I want to be that guy. <laughs> so I'm just getting absolutely roasted by Michael B. Jordan. Now, I, I, I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, other thing I want to touch on in this open, did you, uh, Dwayne Wade had number three retired in the rafters. I did not see that. Didn't see it? Yeah, I didn't see most of it either. He has a documentary coming out tonight I'll probably watch, though. I'm excited for it. I'm so excited. I don't get it. They're doing like a three-day thing for Dwayne Wade. Like, because I saw him there on Friday. And he was yeah. just like tracking jokes, like telling Duncan Robinson he has one job. I was like, dude, chill. That was that was funny. Like it was it kind of also leads me to believe. Other? I think so. Did Dwayne Wade play last year? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Okay, yeah. sorry. I, think... I don't know. I thought it was like two years ago for some reason. No, he no, did. Yeah, last yeah. Year. He did last year. Okay. The last dance. Duncan um, Robinson. Wow. What they a did fine... have one job. How, have one I job. don't get how Duncan Robinson played D three basketball. I think that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, he's he was simply too good to this beat D three. He's at six six and he just can't miss from three. He's fire. I know. I know. He's fire. And the heat are really good. But uh yeah, shouts out to Dwayne Wade. 
absolute legend, getting his number in the rafters. We'll move on now. We got a lot of stuff on the docket today, some MSU basketball, uh, MSU football, some news over there as Mel Tucker's making moves. Um, we, of course, have to talk Michigan State hockey. Uh, some bad losses very recently for the tough. hockey team. Tough. Very tough. <laughs> tough. Uh, some MSU women's basketball uh, we'll be on later, uh, do some Sparty Awards, talk The Bachelor, and then I think we might do a, a new segment. We'll, I won't tease it yet to let you know what it is. We'll, uh, we'll surprise you at the end of the show, uh, but we'll move into MSU basketball now. Um, Thursday, the Spartans took on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, got a blowout win, 86-65, to the final score. And, you know, Collins, before we talk the game, I want to talk Jack Hoiberg. He gets into the starting lineup for this one. You you fan of that? I know you, you have some strange takes about stuff like this. Well, if I'm Jack Hoiberg, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> would you agree, though? Would you but want why? this? I would. I, I'd take, uh, yeah. I think it's like a nice move by Izzo, but like if I'm Jack Hoiberg, I'm like, like uh, you're going to throw my dad a bone by starting me. I mean, Jack Hoiberg, I will say this, Jack Hoiberg could play. He can't. Like he, like, he can hold his own. He's a smaller guy, but, like, in the steam of things, he's, like, capable of playing, like, with the, like, he could give you Foster Lawyer minutes if you really, like, wanted him to. I believe that. So, like, it's not that big of a slight, but I don't know. Like, people making that the story of the night, like, I don't know. That's going to be cool for Hoiberg, but. Yeah, I Except thought it, the fact I thought it was he's sweet. coaching at Nebraska right now. Yeah, that kind of, that sucks. Yeah. That's, it's a bad They kind of got a lecture crowd, though. They they pat that place every single time. Well, I mean, there's not probably much else to do, yeah, but I, go to Nebraska football and basketball games. Like, what I don't know what else you do. I guess, you hunt I, corn. Uh, I don't know. Okay, come on. That's a, just throwing stereotypes left and right. Just saying. Shame, yeah. I don't know. You haven't I don't been know. to Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, yeah, I don't think I want to go there. No, but I, it was cool. It, it like I think Hoiberg appreciated it. His press conference with Jack was pretty funny too. Like yeah. with his with his mom, like basically saying, "I'm Switzerland. I, I I'm." She didn't wear anything. She would just wore black. She didn't win any Nebraska clothes or Michigan State clothes. It was pretty funny. I like that. I like that move. A lot of people go for like the you know the Curry move. You split the jersey in half, or you split the shirt, whatever. I like the move. Just going black, staying neutral. Um, outside of that, getting into the basketball. For for me, I came away and I came into this game thinking this was a necessary win and a win you had to get in a blowout fashion like this. I felt moving forward with Iowa coming up on the schedule, still in a way matchup with Maryland and Penn State that. This was a game at Maryland that's sweet too. Again, which is crazy. Yeah. I think I've shoot. I have to look up the stat, but I think it's like one of the few times or so. It's two times at the same place, or re- or for Maryland at least. Really? I think I think so. I have to look up the tweet because someone tweeted it out with the info for game day. But yeah, game day back at Maryland. Either way, uh, a lot of big games coming up for Michigan State, and I felt like getting a blowout here and, and kind of dominating. Uh, a Nebraska team that is is on the low was a huge win for Michigan State. Uh, they got it done and. I mean, I think this night, Winston kind of had himself an average night, about 23 points on the night. Tillman with 10 and 11. Average. Average for him. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Is It's so quiet, too. It is. Like, and I don't think that's, like, disrespectful to Cassius Winston. It's just it, it just shows how, like, he plays within the game. And sometimes you're trying to, like, dude, just take over a little bit more or, like, be more assertive. That's the thing, yeah. And then it's like, why would he do that? He's going to get 23 or 20 points a game anyway, so. Yeah, it's very he's very surgical. He's very precise. He knows where he needs to get. He knows what shots he needs to knock down. But uh, an average night by Cassius Winston standards for him. For me, this game came to came down to Gabe Brown and Kyle Lawrence having their best performances 
probably of the season so far, at least Kyle Arns. Uh, he plays 21 minutes in this one. I think that's as high for the season since being sat down um, with the with the injuries early, uh, about the midway point of the season. He goes 5-9 and nine from the field, uh, 4 of 6 from beyond the arc, finishes with 14 points. Uh, if he's knocking down three-point looks, and so is Gabe Brown as well, I, I think this team is a, is a tough out. I it's not that I mean when yeah. Gabe Brown, Gabe Brown like couldn't miss like yeah, yeah he was like playing the same way he played like the last three games when he wasn't really that good mm-hmm. but he was just hitting his shots and, and and that's a big help because his team struggles to shoot the three in general but Kyle Arns being able to play twenty one minutes is a storyline I I don't know what like I mean Izzo I think said in his press conference that I would rather play him like ten minutes if I could keep him the whole way. Like the whole year, I don't know how they're managing Kyle Arns's like yeah, minutes. It, I, it's weird because he said that like I think on that Wednesday before the game, and then and he goes out and plays twenty one minutes, and he looked pretty healthy too. Like he, it, it wasn't like Kyle Arns like aching back, holding his back. Like it was like last spring against Michigan when they played at the Breslin, and he's slapping the floor and he can't even like run. So uh, he looked, like, good. And I I always thought that Kyle Arns would step in to Matt McQuaid's role. I know they're both white guys who could shoot. (laughs) I'm just not saying that. I just think they're similar players where they're good defenders, and they don't necessarily need the ball as much, and they could spot up and hit you a shot. But you you haven't had that guy. And if Arns doesn't be able to look that healthy and be able to play 21 minutes, that's a big help for Michigan State. It's huge. And I, I want to ask you, because I thought I think it's something that's interesting when you look at, you know, this, this team the rest of the season. One of the biggest points has been for one three point shooting and the and the lack thereof, even though it's been that's been a conference wide issue, is the three point shooting. But also just having a veteran player come out, be able to uh to play valuable minutes, not turn the ball over, and kind of be better than some of the younger guys that they would play in that position. Well, I yeah, I just like I've always like liked Arns, and I yeah. think last year you saw it before he kind of got banged up, like at Florida, at mm-hmm. Ohio State, that he was just like a really athletic guy, played really really hard, and was a good defender. And and, and I, I, like Kyle Arns plays for more than ten minutes, he's taking a charge. Every single time. Yes, uh, yeah, like every single time. So uh, I like Kyle Arns in that spot. I think he should get the majority of those minutes down the stretch because I, you can distrust him. And I, I, like Gabe Brown was the story. Obviously, he like made how many, how much points did Gabe Brown have? Gabe Brown finished, uh, pulling up the stats, he finished with, where is he on my side? Uh, 17 points, six and nine from the field, five of eight from three. And, and deservingly so. But like, down the stretch, Gabe Brown kind of disappears because he's not a bad defender, but he doesn't help on the glass. He's not a great defender, and not a plus defender. Like, I would say he just, like, wa- yeah. he's a wash. Because he's a long guy, he's pretty athletic. But And he just, there's certain things he does that Kyle Arnes does a lot better. Like, getting a loose ball, like you saw that late in that Maryland game, I believe, where he just, like, didn't get on the floor. Yeah. So, I, I mean... Kyle Arns is a piece that could help them, but it, this team goes when Cassius goes. I, I, that, I'm just going to say that again and again. I just think he needs to be a little bit more assertive, getting to the rim and doing all those type of things. I mean, he had a really nice game in Lincoln, but when they start playing teams like Iowa and Maryland this week, I, I think he's just got to, at some point in the offense, goes, I'm going to take some bad shots every once in a while because I'm capable of hitting them. Yeah, I agree. I do think it, ro- it runs with Cassius. 
like obvious. I think that's obvious. But I think the biggest thing is finding a lineup that works well surrounding him. And I think one of the biggest things in this game, and we, we I think we've talked about it on the show, is is a small a ball million lineup. times. And going with oh, they ran with Winston, Winston Watts, Henry, Arns, and Tillman. Uh, most of that second half, they played some good minutes in that second half and, and kind of ran that game out of the gym. And for you, if you, I think, I felt well, this is the best lineup for them. The thing is, I still question what the ceiling is, even with that lineup. I don't, I, I don't know if that lineup is, you know, going to change the fact that this team still has some clear issues. I'll say this: Did you watch Michigan Purdue yesterday? I caught bits of it. I, I at this point in the season, that's a team I would be scared of. The Michigan I Wolverines. I agree 100%. With Isaiah Livers, they are very, very good, and they look more closely to what they looked like in Bahamas than they looked the last couple months. And, and they could be an issue for a lot of teams. I understand they don't rebound very well, but they could be a problem. But when I look at this Michigan State team right now, like you said, the ceiling, I'm not necessarily scared. They still haven't, like, it, say they win these two games this week and they win them convincingly and they, like, wow, they found a little bit of a lineup. Like, I'd go back to 2015. They mm-hmm. never really hit their peak until they got into the Big Ten tournament, and then they lost to Wisconsin in that uh, title game. And Izzo was really upset. He's like, oh, I wanted this team to be able to hey, like hang a banner. It's been such a turbulent season, and they ended up going to the Final Four with Travis Trice and Brandon Dawson. But they found out that they could play Marvin Clark at that four position, and I think that really changed their team. And it was like the one piece they needed to help. Like it just spaced everything out a little mm-hmm. bit better. I I don't. I think Michigan State could do that if they found like maybe Arns to play the four and you go Tillman and it's like okay, but like and then you play a team like Kansas. You watch that Kansas Baylor game last night. I mean, uh, I mean yesterday afternoon. You're not like Azabuki is a monster. Like they Michigan State plays Kansas, they lose by fifteen because they can't guard point guards. And, and you got Yadoko Azabuki who, who's going to crush you on the glass. So there, there's certain problems about this team that cannot be fixed. It, it's and I think a lot of Michigan State fans are just like, our ceiling is Tashis Winston. It's like is Tashis going to play like he did against Duke? Because they could go to the Final Four because he was the best player in the country. I think in March last year. Yeah, I think that's when I look at at the future of this team and the, you know heading into the postseason. I mean, a lot of people have you know been ready to hit the panic button and saying this team isn't going to go far. I think, like you said, it comes down to Cassius. If Cassius just has an incredible March run from Big I, Ten I, tournament on, this team can make a run. The biggest thing is, like you said, they have holes. I don't no, know how they're going to defend Luca Garza to even start with Iowa. Yeah, th- this is going to happen. They're going to win on Tuesday in the Breslin because they're playing Iowa at the Breslin. I don't remember a time Iowa beat Michigan State in the Breslin. Actually, I lied. What was that? Peter Jock had like thirty Miles Bridges yeah. his freshman year. Yep. Yeah, Peter Jock could get a get a bucket, but uh, they uh, Luka Garza will have like forty points on Tuesday. I, I just I don't know who, and like you said with Kansas as well, I don't know who defends him. And, and I then know even, that's a hypothetical thing, but there's like you saw it with Vernon Carey earlier in the year. Yeah, like you face a dominant big man, you're gonna have like major issues on this team, and they still don't have a four that they are necessarily comfortable with. But I, I will say this. If Rocket Watts has to be in the lineup for this team to hit like whatever goal they have, 
the, like, what if that's making it to Elite Eight, Final Four? Like, what I think national title right now, you can't really talk about that because they haven't played up to that level, even close to that level this season. But like, you have to live with Rocket Watts' growing pains because you saw that Maryland, like he was so good and he got them back into that game in the second half. But unfortunately. He's still a freshman, and he made some bonehead mistakes, which led to Anthony Cowan winning Maryland that basketball game. But at the same time, like, I think Aaron Henry's starting to play a little bit. I, I think Gabe Brown could help you. He's more of a role player right now. He, I think he needs another year to develop. But Roger Watts is like, he makes an impact on the defensive end, and, and he's one of the only guys who could create his own shot on this team. So I, I think it's important that you give him the proper minutes while you kind of miss and match that three slash four with Kyle Arns, Dave Brown, Aaron Henry, Malik Hall, and Marcus Bingham. Yeah, I think it's it's a tough ask. I think that's one of the biggest things. It's a tough ask when looking at this team because I think if you have Winston and Watts comes on and he develops like I think you know, Watts everyone is wants him to. Wouldn't he you, is. Wouldn't you agree? I think so, and I agree with you because I think, especially when it comes down to March, it comes down to, to your backcourt and defense and your guard play. And if Winston is playing like the best player in the country and Rocket Watts is playing like the guy that we've seen excuse me, glimpses of throughout the season, that's a tough backcourt to play. I, I And this might not even be Rocket Watts. They just need a secondary shooter when Cassius is on the floor. Like, last year, they had two secondary shooters. They had Kenny Goins and Matt McQuaid. Hang their numbers in the rafters, as a lot of people are saying. But you, you know what? Like, off that pick and roll, you need people who can shoot the basketball. Yeah, you got to space the floor. And, and it's not an NBA court. It's a smaller bunch of court in college basketball. And there's so much congestion in the lane. Like, if you don't have shooters, Cassius is not able to get downhill and not be at his best. He's going to be settling for bad threes, which he'll make a lot of them. But, like... At the same time, that's not what Michigan State that's his best because you're not going to get Tillman going off and rolling. He's not going to get those pick-and-pop looks. So just secondary shooting. I know Rocket's not necessarily the best catch-and-shoot guy, but necessarily just a secondary scorer in that backcourt because it takes a lot of pressure off of Cassius. Someone to create. They don't have anybody who's putting the ball on the floor and getting their own shot. And that's the thing uh, Rocket brings. I think he is starting to do that a little bit. You he saw, is. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, Illinois, he was unbelievable. You saw a little bit at Maryland. He he can get to the rim. Not necessarily the strongest finisher right now. He's still a freshman, but I, I I truly do think Rocket Watts is like the key to this team. His uh, his first step is is crazy good. Uh, the last if he doesn't travel, yeah, if he doesn't travel. Uh, last thing I want to touch on with Nebraska. Uh, one thing I want to hit on is Arns' words at halftime. Uh, I think it was Graham Couch came out with a piece on that Kyle Arns went into the halftime as Michigan State was kind of battling with Nebraska up to that point. Guy hit three straight threes. Matt, yeah, not Matt. What's his name? I don't know. Number eleven and, uh, on Nebraska. And, and Arns had some words to say. He fired up the team. So all goes along with kind of what we saw from from Aaron Henry in practice earlier this week, where where Aaron Henry quote he says. We just can't keep learning lessons around this time of the season. The first letter in lessons is L, end quote. Was that better than a Kenny Goins nut up or shut up? I, I saw people, nut up or shut up was a great line. Nut up or shut up is, I think that that's an all time right that's there. That's a great line. And it's, I think you have to wait to see what this one will lead to. The nut up or shut up leads to a Final Four. Yeah. And I, that, that has and weight a to it. And championship. So. True. It has weight to it. Uh, I want to know, what do you make of that? And do you do you really think, you know, these words can turn this team around. They have a huge stretch uh, coming up to end the season. I don't know what Kyle Arn said. I didn't read that piece, but I right now, just in general, this Michigan State team, they just it, the proof is in the pudding. Like, show me. 
like just show me like what you're doing. I just like they're so inconsistent. Like you look back at that Illinois game in the first half and you're like, wow, this looks like the team that everyone thought they were gonna be. Like without Langford, this might be like their ceiling. Like if Rocket gets going, Cassius is playing off the ball, hit a couple shots, and like know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and, and Cassius hit some really clutch shots in that Illinois game, even though he didn't perform his best. But and then you come back to Maryland, you you look horrible in the first half, and then in the second half you locked in. You're like, okay, that this team's starting to get that championship DNA back. They lose. They literally give away the game with two minutes left. They go on a 14-0 run. You can't have that in your own building. Like I just don't understand, and I won't understand this team until I get a verdict in March. It's going to be one like I, I could very easily see this team losing the first weekend. And that's something I never thought I would say this year. With Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman and the cast of characters the Spartans have, I would just be like, they're too talented and they're too smart and too, they got that DNA that they're not going to lose in the first weekend. But so, the way they come out in the first half sometimes and the way they rebound sometimes, it's a cause for concern for they could get beat by an inferior opponent pretty early in the tournament. Yeah, rebounding hasn't been great. And even, you know, for all we've said about Nebraska and the fact that it ends with a blowout, they still had 22 turnovers in this game. Yeah, which is, it's unacceptable. Yeah, if you're not playing Nebraska, that's. But I mean, <laughs> that's always been a problem. And you kind of live with that with Cassius Winston because he makes a lot of great plays, but he makes a lot of, like, he's a little bit careless every once in a while trying to make that great, great pass. So you live with some of those turnovers. Yeah, all right, we'll move on. Not uh, 22 of them. Jeez. Yeah, a lot. Uh, Michigan State will play Maryland at home on Tuesday, uh, 7 p.m. Iowa. Iowa on Tuesday. Did I say, what did I say? You said Maryland. Did I say Maryland? Yeah. My bad. Iowa on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Uh, we'll be on ESPN2. What's your prediction for that game? Uh, I predict Dan Dockage should get everyone riled <laughs> up in, uh, on Twitter. I don't know if he's calling the game, but I assume he is. I always like that. I made a. I made a... A backtrack on Dan Dottage. I used to love Dan Dottage, but now I know what it is. You like Dan Dottage if you have no skin in the game. If you didn't bet on a team or you're like you're just watching yeah. casually, you're like, oh, this guy's entertaining. But if you're like any fan of any team, like if I was an Illinois fan watching the Michigan State Illinois game and he's just talking about how quiet the building is and he's like, Oh, I, I've never heard a building this quiet I would be ripping my hair out. I'd be like, dude, shut up. It's because they're down eighteen at half. But I I mean, whatever. Dan Dodgers, whatever. But I'm looking at predictions, I think Michigan State, this is a game you kinda need for your resume. I saw Joe Lenardi put them at a five seed, which I Honestly, I don't think Michigan State deserves a five seed right now. Personally, it's tough. Like I, I looking back beat at anyone it, one really that good other than Seton Hall. That's the thing. Like I think you know, Big Ten's going to get a lot because every game is pretty much a quad one game yes. or just maybe a little less. But like, what's their best one outside of Seton Hall? Illinois. I, it has to be Illinois. Yeah, at Illinois. I think that's yeah at Illinois. I think that's what you could say. I don't know what else you you point to. I mean, yeah. I don't get it, though. Like, all the metrics and all, like, the Vegas gambling still has Michigan State as, like, a top five odds team to win the national title. And I don't know if that's people just looking back to last year and looking who their point guard is right now. But, like, I just don't get it. I Like, I don't get why Michigan and Michigan State aren't on the same, like, seed line right now. But I, I understand Michigan's had a couple more losses than Michigan State. But I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know how they're five, but I I think they'll come out pretty motivated. They haven't played great at the Breslin recently. Uh, I think they get one here. I mean, they have to. I honestly think you gotta like for just like your resume. You want to get in the first. Like you got to try and get in the four to three range. 
for this team if you want to do something actually special in March. Yeah, they need to get a win here. And I think it's you know it's something we'll Especially talk about. Especially going to Maryland too on Saturday. Yeah, going to Maryland it's something we'll talk about uh when we get to hockey as well. You got to defend home court. Yep. That's the biggest thing. You got to win at home and this is one where I think, you know, Iowa's a really good team. I like Iowa. Luka Garza is playing they don't fantastic, guard anyone, but though. they don't yeah, they don't guard anybody. And I think if Michigan State comes out, they come out with some energy in the first half and they play, you know, a semblance of defense. I don't think it's you know it's inconceivable to think they could win this one. Garza's gonna get thirty though. Like I Gar- think you let him. I think you let Garza go ahead and get forty points or whatever, but you keep everybody else off the board. Yeah, I, I, the, I was one of those teams on the Big Ten. There's like I think there's like three or four teams kind of like this where there's a completely different team at home. Like just a completely they're unbelievable. Di- yeah, yeah, they're just completely different. That's just how they work and. Like, you saw that against Ohio State. They're up, like, 18 in, like, two minutes after. Like, they, they just can't miss. They're a team that will score, won't guard anyone. But, like, the thing about Iowa, they don't have great guard play. And I Connor, I, Connor McCaffrey's all right. I, I don't know if Frederick will be playing this game. He's been out the last couple of games for Iowa. Their point guard, who's a pretty good player. Guard play is not that good. And, and when you try and come into a road place, you need good guard play. So, I... It's going to be tough for Luka Garza to just single-handedly carry Iowa to a win. But it, it, it's a big game, and they, especially with Maryland coming up and the implications of that game, like if you lose to Iowa, you're like, if we don't beat Maryland, we're dropping like two seed lines in one week. Because right now you're trying to work on your resume. I think it's almost I, – I think they're pretty much out of the bid time race unless something crazy happens. So now you're just looking forward to like preparing yourself for the tournament. So these are two big games for your resume. These are huge. Uh, big one against Iowa. 7 p.m. at the Breslin Center will be broadcasted on ESPN2. Also, we'll be on the call myself with Shrimp Bally. Or How, are you? How are you? How are you? We'll Not be a big live. Deal. You know, no biggie. No big deal. Whatever. Check it out. 88.9 FM. Dude, we're killing it with the... Live broadcast. We are somewhere. basketball and hockey, and then and then women's, women's basketball. Yeah. Shout out Nathan Cerns. Fire, Goat. fire, killing it. Uh, some big games. Before we get out, head to our first break. I want to touch on some Michigan State football with you. Uh, some some signings made. Now Tucker's making some moves. He's dropping the bag for a couple of people. I oh my. Um. <laughs> that's that's like the level of motivation that everybody who follows Michigan State like football right now and like how excited they are with a lot of the moves. Like you see Courtney Hawkins, a wide receiver, a Flint Beecher, I believe he was the AD and coach there for the last fourteen years. But just like moves like that that are just like smart and simple. Mm-hmm. Like they, like Courtney Hawkins, a guy who played at Michigan State, has ties here, is going to be a good recruit. Like he just knows the footprint of that area. Like the Flint sad and all like he knows mid Michigan like He'll be able to help you there. And, and then Jay Johnson, I don't really know a ton about Jay Johnson, the new offensive coordinator. Yeah, I believe they hired him before we talked about it last. But you just see, like, glowing things about a lot of these coaches. Yeah, I I forgot what the tight ends coach was. Every, Ted Gilmore. Ted Gilmore, everything I heard about him, he did a really nice job. H- hiring back Harlan Bar not to be your defensive bats coach. Huge. I, I think that just, like, gets a alumni of the, and former players on, like, just like kind of like, hey, this is still Michigan State football. This still like has the feeling of like that Mark D'Antonio thing, but it's a different like it's a different guy running the ship. So I, I mean, you got to be impressed with all the hires, and you, like you said, Michigan State's dropping the bad, and they're actually acting like a big time college football program. And I, it's 
I'm interested to see what the dividends are because I think Michigan State has instantly raised their ceiling as a college football program in the last two weeks. And it's not just because Mel Tucker's the head coach. It's because they just made an investment into football. Like, they're, they're, I think there are probably only 15 teams that could pay a coaching staff like this right now. Yeah. But, like, yeah. It, like, legit, like, they have an advantage over the majority of the country. You look at probably the top half of the SEC and the top half of the Big Ten being able to pay their coaches like this. And let's see, how, with all the resources, if it does pay dividends. It's huge, and I think you know one of the biggest things you look at this. He got a lot of guys from the Big Ten, guys who have ties, who have ties to this Michigan State program. <coughs> Excuse me. I really liked, like you said, with bringing Harlan Mar- Barnett back, keeping kind of the the Spartan blood, the Spartan through line on that defensive side of the ball. Because I think you you have Tressel, Ron Burden stay on the defensive staff. You bring in Barnett. It kind of keeps that that Spartan mentality that a lot it, of people it love. Also keeps the continuity a little bit. Yeah, like because Ron Burden, Har- I mean Harlan Barnett's been gone for two years, but he recruited a lot of the guys who are seniors and juniors on this team. But with Trestle and Burden, that does keep continuity. Like those guys were going into parents' living rooms and stuff. Like I, we're going to be here the next couple of years with D'Antonio, and as D'Antonio is not there, you still got familiar faces. I know Manny, their strength conditioning coach is leaving, but in general, like, there's not, there hasn't been a whole lot to be upset or just like nervous about. Like, it's all excitement. And I get that just comes with like new, fresh blood into the program, but they're doing exactly what they needed to do. They, this program needed a shot in the arm. It really did. And and Mark D'Antonio, best coach of all time, I, everyone says that, like, you're trying to like, not I'm not trying to downplay how good Martin Antonio was, but the last like four years, Michigan State kind of like hit their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like after the college football playoff, Martin Antonio like the ceiling dropped. They did like they were never gonna get that back. Just with the things that were going around with the program and just like the way they were playing, the type of football, like the offense they were running, like the ceiling was never up there. And now with Mel Tucker, you you see the ceiling go back up there. You're like maybe this team could go to a college football playoff in the next five years because they have the resources and a guy who seems to be like on the right track of making. He just understands what's going on. I mean, the guys had two national titles in the last ten years, being on Alabama staff and being on going to a couple national titles. Excuse me, and being on Georgia staff as a defensive coordinator. So he knows how to build it. I don't know if they're going to start dropping the bad to players like Georgia does. I wouldn't be opposed <laughs> to it. Wouldn't be opposed to it. But if they start dropping the bad to players, watch out. Mission State, national title, two years. Fresh mark? Crazy. Crazy. I mean, Kirby Smart did it. <laughs> they just start dropping the bad. And, it's true. You just walk yeah. in dropping some duffels. Yeah. Get some players. Blue chips. Blue chips. But it's uh, it, it's huge. And I think, like you said, it's a new energy. It's it's fresh. It's new. And I think one of the biggest you know moves, no, no matter how you feel about the guy, Connor Hayward comes out of the transfer portal that was, and returns to Michigan State. I, Connor Hayward comes out of the tra- transfer portal. Was it kind of like, oh, Mel Tucker's here. I want to come back. Or was it like... I have to come back. I don't have a lot of options. But Connor Hayward is a good little role piece in that backfield, which was not like the depth they have at running back right now is not very good. And I know they got two running backs coming in. It's nice to have Connor Hayward because he's a good blocker and, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. It's big. It's new energy, fresh face. It's going to be interesting to see what Mel Tucker builds. He's starting to make some moves, drop some bags. He I, might drop I a few am more. interested to see how good they are next year. Because I, I think a lot of people are like, 
if they make a bowl, it'll be like it would be a godsend. I like the rot. I know their schedule says it's the number one strength of schedule in the it's country. Tough. Right? It's it's it's. I don't think it's as tough as everyone's saying it is. I think your home games are going to be really tough this year, which like like mm-hmm. Michigan, Ohio State, Minnesota, Miami. I don't know how good they will be. Go on the road to BYU, that'll be tough. But like I was replacing like their whole offensive line. I don't think they're going to be that good. Like you play Northwestern at home, one of the like. I think it's very plausible they could win seven games, seven to eight games. That that's like just based on their home schedule. I'm curious to see what the like mark of a successful season is for Mel Tucker in year one. I don't really know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can give you a win number. That's I think what I'm the, saying. Like, I don't know. The biggest thing for me is if you go out and you you see just sparks in the offense, stuff yeah, you they, didn't yeah. see from a season ago where you're just like, okay, there's life here. Like, it's if like you had pieces. T- yeah, it's like a tanking NBA team. Like, you're just like, yeah. you see Ja Moran and Jaron Jackson <laughs> running around in Memphis. You're like, wow, we're going to be good. Like, we're not good right now, but like, wow. Exactly. That's good. the big. It's like yeah. with Memphis, you go from, you know, you're pad and true, grit and grind, and then you move on. And you're like, okay, I just need to see that we have something here. And they got something. You so something. I, I think that's a perfect example. There we go. Smart like me. That. Smart me. <laughs> Smart me. I love it. Uh, it's good to touch on some Michigan State football. This season will be very interesting. 11 35. Starts ball. in, I think, two weeks. Crazy. Sorry. It's so fast how time is yeah. flown. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry I cut you off. No, you're good. You're yeah. good. I just, whew. That hit me hard. Spring is already here. Uh, We'll take a quick break real fast and come back for you on the other side of the break with some MSU hockey. Stay with us. Hey, Mom. Why is the sky blue? Why don't animals talk? Why do dogs have wet noses? Why is an 11 pronounced 1-T-1? Kids ask a lot of questions. Why do I have a belly button? But you don't have to know every answer. Why is the ocean salty? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Why are there 50 states? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. Why is pizza round? They just need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Sir, do you realize how fast you weren't going? I'm parked. Exactly. In the middle of an intersection. Oh, uh, my battery's dead? I can hear the impact on your radio. The signal in the spot is so good. What else am I supposed to do? Use the internet. What? Yeah. Go to impact89fm.org. You can listen to the music stream live. Plus, you can listen to podcasts, read news, watch videos, and post comments. Impact89fm.org. Sir, I'm going to need you to move your car. The Impact. Online. Eleven thirty-seven on a Sunday morning here in East Lansing, Green and White Report. Ryan Rabinowitz has decided to join us. He strolls in with the the Lansing Hockey Club stuff on, looking like the the hot coach your mom's trying to talk to. Hey, <laughs> I like that. I actually, pre- but I I have a bone to pick though. First of all, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning to the both of you. I it's funny how we gave our little uh, speech at the uh, sports meeting on Wednesday. About how yeah. to all the newcomers of, hey, if you want to come check out the Green and White Report and get involved with uh, Impact's only live radio show, feel free to come out this Sunday and there's no one here. <laughs> That's okay. It is what it is. Um, I do have a bone to pick with you guys, though. I heard the beginning of the show. I don't think you guys thought I was listening on my way over here where I got some criticism for not being here. And Collins, I believe, said, and I quote, 
he would rather be coaching 12U <laughs> hockey than here with us. Now I will let me let me clear the air. Did you guys here. win at least? We did win. This was I I have, this is a I You got a great outfit on, Thank right? Thank you very much. <laughs> it's amazing. You, you, you do, it, <laughs> nothing you. better than the like the Bauer or Warrior hockey jacket yeah. that the coaches got oh, or like the, the dad's got. Yep. Oh. Um first of all, it's 14U hockey. Sorry. So well, well I do coach a 14U and a 9U team. I'm an assistant coach for both teams. So um this was you run the, the power play or no? Do I run the power play? Like yeah, coaching wise? Yeah, yeah. No, I do not. Are you guys run an umbrella? We run an overload. Okay. I, I can't give out, dude. The team's gonna be listening. No, but this this was the the biggest game of the season for this team because we are in. So the way the way it works at this age is you have you play in the Little Caesars Amateur Hockey Association or Hockey League or whatever. So double A. Yes. So you have your you have your divisions and then uh, we won our division this year. I believe we were 18-1 and 2. Wow. In reg- the regular season play. So then you go to districts. We did not do well in districts. Then you have Little Caesars playoffs where they group teams based on how you finished. Uh, they move teams up. They move teams down. So we actually play four games in the preliminary rounds. We tied our first three, which I don't know if has ever happened in the history of the sport to tie three games like that. And we, prior to our, or we had a lot of success this year, but we hadn't won a game since we went to Nashville, which was like at the end of like January, this time in January. So we came into today's game. We played in Grand Rapids yesterday. We let up a goal with like a minute and 30 left in the game to tie, which hurt. So we come in today and the challenge was we had to win or we go home. And so we were down one nothing. I believe through two periods we might have been down one nothing. We scored to tie. Then get this: there's three minutes left in the game. We are tied uh, with the thought in mind that we're about to pull our goalie because we have to win. Yeah. And there's a scrum in front of the other team's net, and I didn't see it, but a kid on their team got a five minute major for kicking. Oh. So he got tossed. They gave him a five-minute major. We, so, like stomping or kicking? Kicking. Like kicking another <laughs> person. Curb stomping. Not dude, like Adamic and Sue. I have gotten a penalty for that before, and it like admittedly it was very – my dad knows. Was, that was, well, was a rough car ride home after that one. It was kind of like incidental, but I definitely like kicked another kid. I just tried to get a puck from, out from under him. Brain didn't really realize I probably should use my stick versus my yeah. foot with the blade on it. But they get a five-minute major for kicking – we pull our goalie so we're six on four and we score, and then we held them off for the rest of the game. They were not happy, the other team. But we won, live to see another day, and we're playing next weekend. Unfortunately, I will be on in Miami next weekend, so I will not get to see him. But um, the the biggest game of the year, and I will say, too, that I have missed probably, I want to say I've missed five to eight games on Sundays for being here. Okay. So, excuse wow. me. Wow. Excuse me. Sacrifice. Excuse me for for taking one one half hour off of the show on Sunday to go be with the boys. But it was it's not huge... even that. I think me and Julian were just salty. We didn't have a ride to the station. No, I, it's a beautiful day outside. I know you guys we, said that too. Beautiful it's, walk. It, it's it, it feels. It is. It's a seize the day. This is one of those days. <laughs> it's one of those days day. where you've been used to you've been used to wearing a winter coat and a hat and snow pants to class. Every day for the last three months, so it feels like it's summer. You're When's the last shorts. time you wore snow pants? Oh gosh, elementary school. Nah, That's what I'm no. saying. <laughs> Probably middle. I would say middle school. I like go in sledding. Yeah, sledding was Still. electric. But yeah, that's big, so, dude, big win. Now I'm here. There was nothing better than you get a snow day. And you're like, I'm just gonna go to a hill and go down to like 800 times. Did you guys get snow days in St. Louis? We did. We had some. We had some. It but would always be. What were you warranted? Like how much snow you need? An inch. 
(laughs) Honestly, yeah. Really? It would always be the the threat of it coming. It wouldn't be oh, oh that's on there's a few inches. Yeah, yeah St. Louis, I the wet you you see on the news, they're like, Hey, we got big we got bad weather coming in. Everybody's like, Oh, hit the fan. We're done. No Nothing one leaves. Nothing is better though when you're in school on like a Thursday and it starts snowing, like it's housing your school. And it's like one thirty, you're like, Are they gonna call it right now? Oh my god, they're gonna call it at the end of the day. And they call and everyone just erupts, everyone's high five and everyone Teachers are like crying because they're happy they don't have to go in. It's great. I miss high school. Snow, I wouldn't go that far, but snow days are a great morale time. morale boost. It was huge. It was huge. Uh, so we'll talk some MSU hockey here on the other side of the break. Real quick, uh, so before we get into MSU hockey, you want to tweet at us, get in the conversation, tweet at WDBM Sports using the hashtag GWReport. You can call or text uh, the number to call, 517-432-3893, to text 517-884-8989. And with that, we'll jump into some MSU hockey. Uh, hockey team, high hopes, a lot of expectations. And they, they go on to lose four straight now. And it has been kind of a, a crumbling for the hockey team. Uh, Ryan, I just don't know what to say. This I'm, has been – go I'm ahead, pissed. get into it. I'm pissed. <laughs> I, can I say pissed on the – that that's, that's not a swear word, is it? Pissed? Who knows? I've said I don't know. If we get an already. email from the FCC, we'll find out. <sighs> Whatever. I am so upset because, as you said, this team had very high hopes and – Collins and I have been saying all year long, it's just because of the history of this team for the past handful of years, you felt like every single weekend you played, you had to continue to prove to yourself and to other teams and to the fan base that you're a real team and you're here to play. And one of the bigger tests, which I think a lot of people looked at the Michigan weekend and go, this is a team that you're probably factually better than. Granted, Michigan was on a tear and has been on a tear before that series, during that series, and, and, and since after. But you, you you get blown out at home on Friday, I believe, with Michigan. Not even close. And we, and we, we talked about that one. But then you go to LCA, essentially a neutral site. And you have another, of course, you lose 5-1 to one on Friday. You lose 4-1 to one against Michigan. I don't know when the last time Michigan State won the duel in the D was, but that weekend hurt bad because that those are two games that you probably should have, but I can't even say that because you got blown out both games, but you had to win. And now we can, we can dissect these Ohio State games. I know Collins was at least at one of them. But you lose the OSU one nothing on Friday. No John Lethman. I believe he must have been a late scratch. I didn't realize because he was Blue. he was on the line chart to start. Um, but he but for Drew DeRitter to come in and to only allow one goal. I don't know how many shots. Probably can look that up. Yeah, you you want to hear how he led in the first goal too? Sure. Literally, someone dumped the puck in off the end board. Took a weird bounce. Looked like he gobbled it up, went past him. Really? It was just a flukish hole. He played really well on Friday and night. And it's huge to have him step in there like that. And then, of course, you lose the 4-2 on Saturday on senior night. But you have gone from a position to where you were fighting to win, actually win the Big Ten to now you're in a position to where you're second to last. In the, and there's seven teams in the Big Ten, but but just let that sink in. You were fighting to win the Big Ten. Now you're just hoping not to go second to last because Wisconsin's too far behind to catch up. And the the thing that you're looking at too now is you have two games left against Notre Dame. I believe Notre Dame has 35 points. Michigan State has 31. So to have a prayer at getting a home game 
for the Big Ten tournament, you not only have to win both, but with Michigan two points ahead, you have to have Minnesota help you out a bit and beat them up this upcoming weekend. So I the offense to go quiet right now is the disaster. I mean, defensively, too, to let in five goals, four goals. You have the one on Friday against Ohio State, but now another four goals against Ohio State. Grant, I think one was an empty netter on Saturday. But it's just it, you're it, it's just so bizarre and kind of just deflating because you think of you know I I would go as far to say as Michigan State hockey for the most part of the year is the most consistent and probably the funnest team to watch on campus as far as just the buzz around the team and because the expectations weren't all that high and now you've kind of let yourself down you shot yourself in the foot and you know if I was a betting man you I I'd probably say you're not going to get a home game in the tournament. And oh, you're, you're not, not you're not uh, gonna you're not gonna make the the NCAA tournament now. So I don't, I don't want to call this season a failure. But now that you're looking at kind of where you were last year, you're kind of in the exact same spot, just mm-hmm. a little with a little bit more points. That's I think you know one of the biggest questions for me as I look as this season is, is heading towards the end is for one as you said I don't think the expectations that were at this level for this hockey program no, to be it where wasn't. it was up until this four game losing streak. And so I don't know how you you qualify a failure of a season when this wasn't even where they were supposed to be in the first place, you know? Well, I I chiming in here, I just no, like yeah. thinking about this like like you said Rubenowitz, they were the most consistent team like they they played really they played really hard hockey like they never yeah. cheated like with their effort. And then I missed it on that front. Everything kind of just ever since then, the effort, like, I, I think they, on Monday and the duel and the D, they played hard. Uh, and on Friday, they did too. The, the offense just could not get anything going. Tommy Napier was really good in net for Ohio State, one of the better goaltenders in the Big Ten. Yep. But it, it with this team, you see last night, Jagger Joshua puts in a goal at the end of the second period, I believe, to give the Spurs a two to one lead. And they're not able to hang on there. I, I, just no cohesive hockey. They're they're just not. They're not. I I maybe they peaked a little bit early, but I, you're like you said, they're right where they were last year. This is exactly what this like they did last year. I think they got swept the last two series last season, and they ended up being six in the Big Ten, and they went to Notre Dame and got their heads taken off basically in South Bend. So it's gonna be hard. It, it, like, and the expectation like they were up to like fourteen in the pairwise. At some point of the season, like that's making the NCAA tournament. Yeah, so 100%. like to go from all the way there to basically being like we're not even get out of the first round of the Big Ten tournament, not to have a home game. Like on behind the mass impact podcast, uh, not the not to plug it, but uh, I like two weeks ago we said something disastrous has to happen for them not to home host a home Big Ten game. It happened, and it has. Like everything that went wrong could have went wrong, but it kind of sucks because I think the senior class, like, have done a lot of good things for this program, and that, like being guys who are not necessarily recruited by Dan Cole, they like kind of buy into a system and see them be so successful. It was kind of cool, and for them to end like this season on a tailspin, it kind of sucks because John Lutherman was really, really good all season. He struggled. During the Michigan series, he wasn't great necessarily on Saturday, but I mean, it, it, it's tough to see. But Michigan State hockey is going in the right direction. I think it's a little bit different than last year because I think there's a little bit more optimism in the future with all the stuff that's going on with Mun 
and all the like the dedication to hockey. You actually saw a couple like sellouts this year. You didn't see that last year, even though you're probably in the same position. You didn't have like two standing room only games. So you're seeing hockey like make a profit. So I don't know. I, I it's still I would constitute as as a successful season, but the level of like expectations moved up after winter break. It was like, okay, now it's make the tournament, and they didn't do that. They failed. And so to first go back to last season and talk about the final stretch of that, last four games go two and two in those last four games, and then, like you said, get uh, not necessarily killed, but get knocked out against Notre Dame, one nothing the first game, 2 nothing the second um, against Notre Dame in the Big Ten tournament. Collins, I want to ask you, you, you sit in the locker room, you go to these games, you call them, you see these guys out there on the ice from you know being blown out by Michigan that first game at home on Valentine's Day what do you think has it's kind of been the mindset with this team? Uh, I think it feels weird for them to have won against Minnesota and then just lay an egg for, for four straight games. Well, on Friday, I think it was just they were flat. They just didn't have their lives all night. Michigan was really good in Mon, and they just got outplayed. And then on Monday, I think their defense was a little loose. They didn't really play the type of hockey they usually do where they're really tight on the back end. They just weren't that type of team. And John Lethman was not the goalie. He had been the past two months. So I, when you look at the Michigan series like that, but, I mean, uh, Ohio State, that game on Friday was knocked out, dragged out. And it was what Michigan State just caught a bad break, point blank. Like, that game probably should have been 0-0 going into overtime. Like, none, no teams really had great offensive looks. Uh, and that's the problem. They didn't create enough offensive chances these last two weekends, and it's been the detriment of this team. And so I want to ask you, obviously, this season not necessarily going to end how this team wanted to go. Well, I mean, yeah. like, say they sweep Notre Dame, I think there's still a possibility. They, they, need, could... they need help, though. Yeah, I think they, Michigan... they would need Ohio State to get swept, too. Well, Michigan has 33 points ahead of them. Um, so if, if Michigan takes a game from Minnesota, that puts them at 35. So even if you win both, if you're Michigan State— I think you can jump Notre Dame because of the record you'd have head to head, but you don't. You don't have Michigan beat head to head. Yeah, but I'm saying like the Big Ten is so jumbled up and so competitive. Like there's absolutely an opportunity for this team to right the ship and be like, oh, this team's in the Big Ten like tournament championship game. Like that's I could see that still happening because like John Lethman starts playing the way he does, mm-hmm. and they get back to what they're doing, playing really simple hockey instead of trying to be really cute, which I thought they were on Friday in the offensive zone. They, they are a really good hockey team, and they've proved that they proved that for two months. How confident do you feel about that after losing four straight? I'm not confident at all. I mean, you, you, no. I'm just saying. I mean, because you said I, there's I, a chance. I, I don't know I if just that's— don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not necessarily marking the season over. There's still an opportunity for this team to do something that they didn't do last year, which is win a Big Ten— like tournament series. I think that's the one beautiful thing about the Big Ten is just the parity. I mean, everyone's bunched up, as you said. Penn State's kind of run away with the top spot with 41 points. I think the next highest team, I think they have like 37, Minnesota, 38. I Minnesota, I, that's just, again, talk about a team that just went on a tear. Bob Mosco, getting the boys going. Um, but as far as the Big Ten goes, when you get yourself into this tournament, the Big Ten's good enough, too, where if Michigan State were to somehow backdoor win this thing, you're beating a lot of good teams to win that thing. And as far as getting into the tournament goes at the end of the year— I think that's out of reach. You can't get that be, large It would bid. be a miracle, but they could they could do it. I, I just think that you—the positive thing out of this, and again, I you, you look at where this team was last year, 
and you're essentially in the same spot with, I believe, probably some more points, or at least that you've you've looked better on the ice. Und- undoubtedly, undoubtedly, they've played better hockey this year. Yes. Um, from the net out. So, but as far as this being like a failure of a season or, or, or a letdown or not meeting expectations, I think Collins hit the nail on the head. When you're when you get deep into the season like this, you know you have your expectations it, with any team in any sport. You have your expectations that you start the year with. You know you you either exceed those expectations or you go under. You're right in the middle. This team exceeded expectations early, so they innately raised the bar higher. And now you've you you haven't really answered the bell as far as being able to compete. And I think the thing that you know we told we told our team yesterday after they tied in Grand Rapids, you know, good teams can compete. Good teams come out and they play hard and they compete. Great teams find a way to win. This team has not been great since before Christmas break. And they were great. They were playing they were playing great hockey. They were getting pucks behind the other team's defensemen. They were playing really well in the defensive zone, getting pucks out and making things simple when they had to. You were anchored by John Lethman. Obviously, Patty Kodarenko on that first line is is your bread and butter. And hopefully, as Collins made a great point about the senior class, I mean, I don't think that you have – I mean, you're losing like a Damian Check, you're losing an Anthony Scarcella, two guys who if you didn't – without seeing them on senior night, you probably wouldn't have known were on the team just because of how things shake out. They're not they're not dressed very often. Um, you're going to lose Sam Saliba, who's your captain, which is going to hurt, and he's not a guy that's necessarily the most skilled guy, but to have a guy like that who just – puts his head down and works and is obviously a leader in the room. I think Tommy Apap will outright take his spot as captain next year and deservedly so, but that's a big piece you're losing. It's a huge piece. Logan Lambden stepped up a lot this year playing on that second line. Jared Rosberg's been your best defenseman for the last I don't know, two years maybe, two, three yeah. years. He's been he's been awesome. He's, yeah. Uh and Butrus Kafari's a guy who stepped up a lot this year playing on that third pair as a guy who wasn't really in the lineup second at all last pair. year. Second pair. Ah, it, kind of with the Kriegers, depending on what happens there with the Kriegers. But well, the Kriegers are the third pair. Either way, um, well, I, I, I'm the charter on the second line. So, but that, I hear you. Lies, lies. Hear lies. You. With <laughs> that senior group, though, and then the players you just talked about that won't come back. Was do you think this was the window? Like, when does this window no, open up for Michigan? A, I, I mean, Dan Cole still has them. Like, it, with hockey, it's kind of weird because the recruiting for hockey is just wild. Like, people commit at like 14, and yeah, then they just mess. like. They never end up showing up, or like like you got guys from overseas. You don't know if they're coming or they're going to the OHL. It's just like it's a rotating like win, like it's a carousel. You don't know what's actually happening. So, like Dan Tolson get his guys in in the next couple of years, and I I don't necessarily like think Michigan State right now has like a great recruiting pipeline. I think in the next couple of years they will once they have the new facility and a bunch of other like more commitment to MSU hockey. They will. But you got guys like Nicholas Mueller, who's really came on in the last two weeks. I think that's been the one positive, even getting swept the last two weeks. That fourth line played really good with Adam Goodser, Mitchell Matson, and Nicholas Mueller. And like they showed you, like, oh, okay, they're gonna be productive players in the next couple of years. And, and Josh Nadler, another kid who's a freshman who looks really good. He's got really good vision. Jagger Joshua, not the most skilled guy, but he will be a really good productive college hockey player because he works really hard and he's a really big body and he understands his role. So I I, I don't think the window is like shuttered necessarily because their defense is going to be really good next year. Their defensemen are going to be good. It's going to be Dennis Azana, Tommy Miller, and the Creator Twins. You assume that they, they take another leap because they're really talented hockey players. They just haven't really put it together yet. 
So I, I, I still think this team in the next couple of years will be able to compete in the top half of the Big Ten. Because I do think Drew DeRitter has a possibility to be a very good goaltender, too, in the Big Ten. All right, next two games for Michigan State. Against Notre Dame on the road, February 28th, the first game on Friday, 7 p.m., uh, second on Saturday, February 29th at 6 p.m. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to get your keys and, and predictions for that matchup against Notre Dame. You're talking to me? Yes. <laughs> okay. A hockey expert. Hockey expert, Ryan Collins, yeah. Uh, I mean, Notre Dame... You could see like two one to nothing games here. I don't know who wins them. That just that's how Notre Dame plays, and Michigan State kind of is trying to follow that philosophy where you just shut you down on the defensive end, and it's it's almost suffocating. They have a really good goaltender, Dale Morris. How so, is he still in college? Dude? It's unbelievable. <laughs> He's been there for like nine years, but uh, so it's going to be one of those like, oh, am I really like watching a hockey game or watching soccer? Like it's just like it's going to be boring to watch, but just expect too tight games like the last couple of years they've played i believe there's been a, a one team like doesn't score almost like every time so like just expect a one to two nothing game either side who wins i i, I would expect mission state to get the split because they can't be playing they didn't play poorly this weekend they just literally they had a bad third period on saturday which they they wish they had back and then on friday they literally had a bad break like, the flukiest of fluky goals on Friday. Like, they were close on this weekend against Ohio State, who's the number 12 team in the country. Let's not forget about that. Well, I understand in Michigan they had completely dominated over the course of two games, but they they didn't get out, like, they didn't get dominated by Ohio State this weekend. They were right there. And like Rabinowitz said, great teams find ways to win. They're just a good team. So, so I would expect a split next weekend. All right, two big ones for Michigan State Hockey coming up. It's noon. You know what's happening on the other side of this break. We'll be right back at you. Keep it locked. Want to know the song and artist you just heard? See our playlist at impact89fm.org. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. He's going to have to throw downfield. He's got Brandon Boyer right in his face. Thrown down towards the field. Well short of the end zone. Going to get batted down. Michigan State wins! 21-17. They stole that Now that we have your attention, volunteer positions are always open with the Impact Sports team. Get experience covering Michigan State athletics and producing sports content, including articles, podcasts, videos, live play-by-play, and so much more. No prior experience is needed. Visit impact89fm.org slash volunteer for more information. Join the team at Impact Sports. Folks, you already know what time it is. 12.01, noon on your clocks. You know what that means. It's time for the Sparty Awards.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Green and White Report is proud to present this week's edition of the Sparty Awards, brought to you by Impact Sports. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Rabinowitz and Julian Mitchell. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to be here. Great song, by the way, Collins. Excellent. <laughs> Been on repeat for the last two weeks. You were bobbing your head. Shut out the weekend. Week Weekend. Weekend. I don't. The weekend. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know, like, before. I think I was, like, a sophomore in high school. I was like, who is this The Weekend? Is it a group? Like, wow. What a weird name for just a solo act, The Weekend. I know. I kind of like it now. I don't know. <laughs> Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad. Great. Great. <laughs> Thanks for that information. Um, our Sparty Awards this week. Uh, spring break's coming up, actually, next week. So we got some do's yes. and don'ts for you for spring break. Ryan, you going anywhere for spring break? I am going to Miami. Yes, I feel like I've, I've probably said it before, and people have gotten mad. Right, no, I think on the Motown rundown, I was explicit about it, and I got flack for like, oh, yeah, sweet flex. Here's the thing. I have not been on spring break, like on a trip, since senior year of high school. I went to Mexico. Wish I could have that one back. But um, I'm excited to go. I'm going to Miami. I leave next Saturday. So I don't know if you guys are going to be here for the show on Sunday, um, but I will not be here. I want to get that out in the air right now. So you, whatever. Um, well, I'd rather go to Miami than be here with us. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Crazy. that's. Oh, that's fair because like going to my the thing that sucks too, like I said earlier, is that we're probably gonna have hockey games next weekend. But I'm leaving for Miami on Saturday morning. I'm not gonna tell you what time the flight is. I don't want anyone, I don't need to be signing autographs at the airport. Um that was kind of yeah, you guys can laugh. That was a joke. Um, but I think we're coming back the Friday after and then you know, bring in the sticks, play a couple rounds of golf down there. Not cheap to play golf in Florida, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, what free. courses are you playing? I believe the plan is to play Normandy Hills maybe twice because it looks nice and it's kind of by the water and it's like decently ch cheap in comparison to like Miami Beach Golf Club. It's like 225 bucks around, which I don't quite have. There's no gift cards that are covering that in my pocket. So <laughs> I don't know what activities you'll be doing at night, but I can imagine these golf rounds will be very filled with Gatorade and other liquids to yeah. rehydrate you. Apple Scogo squeeze applesauce and just sucking your thumbs God. on the course. Yeah, I, I know. What are you guys doing for spring break? Nothing. You're just going home? Yeah, well Are you planning to do something next year? Well, this year I could have went somewhere and I just like I was like to my buddies like, yeah, I don't want to go. And they're like, you're a loser. I'm like, yeah, kind of a loser. I like, I, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I like I like to recharge the battery every once in a while. Like yeah. it, sometimes you're Me up too. here and you're going so like you're like I'm spending so much money. I like I can't drink every like weekend. Like sometimes I just want to recharge the battery, go to Planet Fitness for a week, nice, and, and, and just come back re-energized. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I, you know, I, my love my parents to death. They're not the the type of parents that are gonna hand me a stipend to go on spring break for the last four years of my for four Same. years of my college career. Which is, I appreciate that about them. No, yeah, no, but like, also, I will say this. <laughs> not going on spring break leaves the door open to me. Like, knowing you go home and you, like, just sit there. Yeah. You have nothing to do, and you're like, why aren't you doing anything? I'm like, I don't know what I would be doing. No, dude, that last year, I, I remember texting the group chat all my buddies are in. Because we didn't, I don't think anyone went anywhere out of my friend group last summer. Or last spring break, excuse me. But I remember just sitting at home, and it was, like, day three or four. And... 
no one was around. Like I don't like we were just like we we have to go somewhere next year. Like everyone's you're seeing Snapchats of people in Florida and you're like and, and I agree too that I treat this spring break for me, it's a vacation. Like I'm gonna go yeah. there, lay yeah. on the beach, play my golf. Like you, you know, we'll have we'll, I'll be in the mix, but you gotta. It's yeah, you, but you're going to Miami. You're not going to Fort Lauderdale, right? You? Yeah, so I actually get to I can sit in my in my room and not be awake until five a.m. because people are blasting music. It's so, a gross place, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, dude, have you it been there? Looks it's dirty. I've never been, but it just looks that in Panama City Beach. I have zero interest. And either like at least Miami, no. if you want to get away from the scene, you can get away from the scene. Those two places look like hell. There's like seven thousand people on the beach. You can't move. It's hot. People are passing around STDs, the flu, <laughs> the flu, sharing I drinks. I thought you were gonna say drugs, and then you just <laughs> everything. Passing STDs. Yo, you want to hit around. this? Oh, everything's God. getting passed. It's just grimy. But. I will say this: Will you have one boy in the group who's like, guys, it's sort of Fort Lauderdale for the day? Like there, there's gonna be one guy who's like that. There's uh, it's funny because um, the the girls that we're going with, they have, the, God bless them, they have this like spreadsheet of their itinerary of what they want to do. Wow, wow. And on every huge. on every single day of their itinerary, there's a part there's a part of it that says, uh, like X time Ryan complains and doesn't come with us. For like every day. <laughs> and that's just, and I, I was trying to explain. Number one, you know, I, I try to be frugal. Like I, I don't, I don't have, I'm not the kind of guy that is going to go walk. I know we want to get to Sparty Awards eventually, but this is a good conversation. No, this is great. This is all but a part of our Sparty Awards. I'm not the kind of guy whilst in Miami that whilst. wants to go spend $50 to have access to enter the club to where that I then have access to spend a minimum of $20 Probably on a single drink. Yeah. And then I'm going to walk in and the guy's going to go, you can't wear that. And I'm like, why can't I wear this? He's like, well, you don't want to go to live, bro. He's what's like, a, your what's... sock, like, your sock logos don't match. You can't come in. You can't like, go I'm to like, Prime 112. What are, are those Miami clubs? Dude, no clue. Yeah, dude. Dude, what's I have the, like, no clue. Right now. All I think about that, just like, in the NBA, like whenever like some NBA players like talk about like favorite cities to go out in, they just like start dropping names and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going Nobu. I, I get that. Yes, a Nobu will probably it's <laughs> like a sushi place, a yeah. it's a sushi place. Yeah, but I it's I understand what you're getting into with Miami. I know it's not going to be a cheap trip no matter what. But I'm also someone who enjoys doing things whilst on vacation. So, for example, I'll play two rounds of golf. We'll go to the Heat game against the Bucks on Monday. Are you excited really? Excited for that. Very excited for that. I heard those games were a good time. Yep. Oh, that's so good. You see Gian- Giannis live? Yes. I will play. Or I will play. I will probably do a fishing charter, do some deep sea fishing. And other than that, I go, hey, guys, the ocean's free. Just walk <laughs> over. I mean, you, you bring your, you know, you, you bring a couple beers with the koozie. You bring the frisbee out there. You got the load up on the sunscreen. Are you a frisbee guy or a football guy? Both, dude. Anything. Just I don't, when the football gets wet, I lose my mind. When guys are overthrowing the football and it's getting in the, the water and it gets waterlogged, you get pissed. I'm a big tennis ball guy at the beach. I love just throwing the tennis ball around. Yeah, I like. I, I was gonna bring my baseball glove, yeah, but it's like not when you're worth in the water. losing. I don't really do water like that. No. Not open water like the ocean. I'm you don't not. like it, Why? dude. The ocean. I look. I am a little skeptical of the ocean. I don't do it. <laughs> Lakes, I can do. <laughs> There's sharks, man. Yeah, but you're like on the shore. Yeah, but there's lemon yeah. sharks. If I, yeah, I don't somebody, know what something those get are. me and bull sharks. But a, a beached whale just comes out of nowhere. Gotta dodge that, dude. That'd be crazy if you saw a whale. I wow. That's one of my dreams is to be out. Like if <laughs> I'm on this deep sea, or we're doing like a booze cruise too kind of thing. But if I'm out on the open water and I see a whale, wow, or dolphins, 
Whales are like massive, massive though. Like Dude, they're like the size of this building. I don't want to be. I don't want to make this. I'm not going to say because it it's going to be gross. What, about a whale's anatomy, yeah. like a oh, blue okay. whale's anatomy. Yeah. Do some research. <laughs> okay. Check geez. out the measurements. I'm just <laughs> no. saying. Great. Either way. Great. Oh my god. But I, where are you going, Julian? That, I'm going home. I'm chilling. Recharge See, but the batteries. I, it's, it's probably like for people that live that far away, like you do, to go home is not a bad play. Like you can make the most out of like seeing your parents for a week. Versus me, like I can go. It takes me an hour to get home. So if I yeah. want to go home, I can go home. But it's if true. I have an opportunity to get away and like if I lived in St. Louis, I'd be like, yeah, I'm just gonna go home. Like probably see some people from high school. Hopefully, if they're back, if you like people from your high school, but. Yeah, anyway. it's chill. Go home. I'm much with Collins. Recharge the batteries. Just get refreshed. I got to start applying for jobs and get Ugh. one at some point here. So yeah, that's my big after spring break. It's time to. There's a there's a there's a two phase. My my two phase senior year was phase one. Get get off to a hot start in classes. Roll with your responsibilities. How'd that go? It's gone well. I'm 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 doing well in all my classes, which is all I really care about. Shout out principles of coaching. Yes, principles of coaching is going very well. Um, I missed my first point on a. It's dude. It's we have a lot of work. It's a four credit class. We have a lot of work in that class. A lot of work. It's not. It's not just sitting there like yeah. So we're gonna run the option here, and this is why. But. (laughs) Uh, phase two. I'll, I'll take that class. Phase two is post spring break of like, okay, like we'll we'll ride out the GPA. It is what it is, and but we're gonna lock in for like applying applying the jobs, you know, doing making memories, the nostalgia. I get our talk, our clock is. We got less than seventy it's days taking, left until man. graduation. Days. Are, are you gonna try? When will you try? Like the night before. Like you're like all the bo- you're moving out of the house. You, well, see, the good thing is, is we don't have to move out till August, thankfully, because moving out in May, first of all, it's, it's hectic and stressful. Yeah, yeah that's. I think I'm. I think that I. I think after I walk across the stage on graduation, and then I am reunited with my family and like whatever friends show up, like after it's over, I'll, I think I might lose it. I can. I'll I can see myself. I can see myself year. losing it. I'm. I'm just curious as to how like our last show here. And like Motown, could be I, emotional. It could be. Yeah, I could go either be. way, dude. It could go either way. I'm not TB might. Uh, I'm TB's gonna cry his eyes <laughs> out, dude. Trent will tell me stuff sometimes. I'll be like, dude, I can't believe you and Raps are gonna go. And I'm like, yo, yeah. not right now. It, yeah. <laughs> pull, pull it together yeah, right now. I'm trying to enjoy the last couple months, but it's well, whatever. It's gonna be emotional. Have we got into Sparty Words yet? No, or? we'll do it. No, right not now. yet. Go ahead, Julian. Not yet. Get into Sparty Words. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll kick it off with the spring break uh, do and don't. My first do, uh, use sunscreen. Just do it. Took the words right out of my mouth. I don't need it a lot because I got that natural melon and that natural sunscreen. But you got to <laughs> protect yourself from skin cancer. So make sure you put some, some, some sunscreen on. There's an unbelievable picture of me out on the Aw Gray River when I pulled a steelhead out of the uh, People were saying that was the first steelhead to come out of that river in 15 years. There's a picture on my Instagram. I am fried. And it hurts. You can't sleep. You're hot when you're that. And it's one of those things. My parents, my mom, my dad doesn't care. My mom preached the sunscreen from a very early age. So I've been like conditioned to do it. But I always like like playing baseball as a kid. I go out there and like, you know what? I'm not going to wear the sunscreen today. You got to get that tan. Yeah, you got to get a little tan. But I I just know that I'm going to have to, as soon as I get off the plane in Miami, I'm going right to the nearest like convenience spot. I'm loading up and no one else is using it. Cause that's the one <laughs> thing like you got to keep your sunscreen to yourself. No, every man. No, oh, dude. Wow. I use the stick on my face. Like the, like the, you know, you rub it on your face with the little, it looks like, it looks like yeah, a, yeah, it roll it up. I have, that doesn't need to touch anyone else's face, but my own. 
but I'm not a big like get your own sunscreen. I'm sorry. I I pack very intentionally and deliberately for myself with like my toiletries and whatnot. The sunscreen is included in that. Like I, when I unpack at a hotel, we're staying in an Airbnb, but when I go to a hotel and unpack, I live out of my suitcase. Like it comes out of my suitcase, it goes back in. I don't put things in drawers. I don't Same. leave things laying out. I, I, I occupy a corner of the room. I go, guys, <laughs> all I ask is that you don't come near here. Don't touch anything from over here. Everything has a place. And that's where it is. Sunscreen included. I love when I go somewhere in like vacation, I literally pack all these clothes and stuff and I use like four things exactly. for a week. Yep. It's just like the top of my, the top of my duffel bag is what I'm using for that whole week. Yep. I will bring. Yeah. I will probably bring four bathing suits. I'm sure I will wear two. I will bring like a pair of nice pants for the club. Probably won't go out to the club. I'll be wearing. I'll, I'll bring seven what pairs nice of athletic pants? shorts. You get some linen pants. No, I have like like I think these his golf pants. pants. He's rocking right now. No, I got I got a gray pair of these golf pants that are a bit more tapered that can pass as like. Dude, you got to go to Miami and like live the Miami life. Yeah, like, like get some white, white, all white. Yeah, yeah dude, look like Pitbull. That'd be awesome. That'd be so nice. Might pull yeah. the trigger. You gotta get one of those, you know, button-down shirts, keep the first, like, linen. three ones unbuttoned. Yeah, just all a, linen. A new button every half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the button every half hour. That's a good, though. Use, use sunscreen is huge. It's, That's a, it's a key. A number one. You gotta be a hat guy, too. Like, my dad, so I love my dad. Every single time they go somewhere Your nice. Your a sun he, hat guy, a floppy hat yeah, guy, isn't he? Yeah, forgets his floppy hat and has to buy another one. So he's at like 30 floppy hats is running around in our house in Rochester Hills, Michigan. And then when we go up north to our like our cottage, he forgets the floppy hat, so he's got to get another one. So yep. like we got like a rotation of 30 floppy hats in the Collins household. I don't, I don't know Kelly Collins personally. But he, he is seems your, like he yeah. is your wallpaper. So every time I get a look at him when you open your phone, he is the quintessential floppy hat, sun and hat car- or sun hat, cargo shorts and flip flops guy on vacation. He's not a cargo shorts guy. Good, thank, thank. He's not. Be, a, he's a gra- Nike be, shorts guy. Be grateful that your dad doesn't wear cargo shorts. He's a My Nike dad shorts. doesn't either. Thankfully, yeah. Wow, because that's <laughs> like that ages your father. Ten years. What, if he's wearing shorts? cargo shorts, yeah, yeah I don't know. I've it's like this guy's. But this guy's been out of touch with reality for a long time. Well, I. That's not far off for Kelly Collins. I love the. <laughs> I love the man dearly, but he's just got his Nike shorts and his Nike dry fit on at all times, and his bu- bucket hat. That's I love diesel. it. He gets fried every time. Got the no, <laughs> no show socks. Yeah, dude, dads get so sunburned. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, it's like unavoidable. The lips are just crumbling. Yeah. <laughs> it gets just not good. Awesome. If you're listening, Dad, I love you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Shout out Kelly Collins. Okay, my first one for spring breaks, do's and don'ts. Don't leave your things unattended. That goes for when you're in your what own What is this, space a PSA? Or helping people out for spring break. Did you see that thing on Shark Tank where it was like their idea was like to have a lockbox on each beach? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, they no. have like They have those, but it's more so of... Thankfully, our Airbnb is very close to the beach, so I'll probably leave literally everything I own locked in the in the house and just walk out with my bathing suit and towel. But you have to be – I knock on wood because eventually one of these days I'm going to blow it and something's going to – I'm going to pay for it, pay the price for saying this. I am very, very responsible when it comes to my own items. Like I, I never lose my keys. I, I got one roommate, bless his soul always loses the keys, always calling people like, hey, can you let me in the house, whatever. This was more so last year than this year. 
but I I keep track of my things, and that's huge. On spring break, there's people are out there baiting tourists, man. Like it's a dangerous world out there. You got to be careful. So it'd be cool to be a pickpocket guy. I don't like, think it, not, it would not, in theory. It'd be cool to be a pickpocket. No, but like just be like wow to have the skill. Yeah, just be like you give it back. You like that would be a yeah, thrill. Hey, yeah. Hey, by the way. Close that pocket up. No, but, but keep track of your things. Because there's also nothing more irritating than being with someone and like, oh my gosh, guys, we got to turn around. I forgot my phone at home. Like, I, that, nothing quite grinds my gears. Like, someone, is that you? Yeah. Like, it is. you get, you get on well, the road yeah. like a half hour and you're like, oh my gosh, like my wallet's at home. Like, dude, how? Yesterday, one of my friends pits up me and my buddy. And I halfway through, I'm like, oh, I forgot my phone. She's like, do you want me to turn back? And I'm one of those guys. I'm like, no, we're not turning back. Even though I yeah. want to turn back, I'm like, don't turn back. We will not turn back. I will not affect today. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I'm just sitting there in pain at my buddy's house. I'm like, I need my phone because I'm addicted <laughs> yeah. to my phone. I lose everything. Freshman year, I lost our remote to our TV every single day. And it would be in the same place every offense. single time. My buddy, how do you do that? My roommate goes, we should have got a two by four so we could keep track of the remote because I just, I it would be everywhere. I lose everything. Jeez. At least you don't go back for it. That no, I will no, give it to I you. I don't lose things. I misplace them because they're always like in don't, that don't tiny that. little room in, Nor- in North Wonders Hall. I couldn't find anything in there when freshman year. It was unbelievable. It's not lost. It's misplaced. Misplaced. I don't lose things. I misplace them. Okay. And then I find them. All right. My next uh, spring break don't, you know, as enticing as it sounds, don't fall asleep on the beach for hours. That That's how yeah. you get sunburned. That's how you get, you get like red. You get killed. Lobster come up. Have you ever fell asleep on the beach? I don't think I've ever fell asleep on the beach. No. My, uh, my buddy, his grandparents have a place in Port Huron, so we always go up there usually like once a summer if we can swing it. Um, and last year I, I started the trend of napping on the lawn. Like they have like a grass area outside the back porch, then a little deck that takes you down to like the beach. And I fell asleep on the grass and it was nice cause I was under the shade. It was beautiful, but dude, I just don't trust anyone what around me. What type of me. fall asleep on the grass was it? Was it like I passed out on the grass or I, <laughs> I consciously I had to nap. I had to sleep. <laughs> I was so tired. Um, but I, I am too afraid to fall asleep on the beach, man. Like that's in like you don't know these people that are walking around. Someone steps on your face, yeah, or just like suffocates you. No, because you. like <laughs> the beach is an active place. People are whipping around the yeah. football. You got to be locked in at all times. Yeah, you take a frisbee off the shin. You're yeah, just yeah. down for the rest yeah. of the evening. Getting a hit in the shin. Oh, raise your scooter to the shin is dude, my ooh. is my fire fest. Uh, no, dude, the heart. Hitting your putter on your oh, it, oh. ankle bone, oh, your ankle yeah. bone is the worst pain in the earth. I, I don't 100% know. How, agree. It's so 100% bad. Hundred percent agree. You're like God. I missed that four footer. I also can't walk for yeah, two. You holes. go to smack your shoe because you're so mad. That's yeah. Bounce right off. Yeah, your ankle I was bone. also. I'm really clumsy and just hand eye coordination is an issue. So especially, you know, you hop out the bunker. You hit the club on your shoes to get, you know, get the sand, the sand out, sand off and you miss fill. and hit the ankle. Yeah. Oof. You're bleeding. Oof. There, I will say that's a pro tip when you're playing golf. Get out of the sand and you're hitting it with your club, getting the sand off the shoes. You look like a pro Yeah, when you do that. That's how I feel. That's yeah. how I feel. I look hit like that. Phil. I'm like, I went the over the green. I missed all of it, but yeah. we're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, my next, I got to do, do mix in a water. <laughs> I oh, mean, especially if you're, if you're of Huge. age to do those activities on spring break. 
I I do don't not, be a hero. Yeah, don't be a hero. Yeah, I I, I struggle in the heat, and I know that this <laughs> transition. <laughs> that was a great. Ah, I struggle in the heat. This <laughs> this transition from what we're going through right now with the winter to what's going on in Florida, probably like 78, 80 degrees. I'm in trouble, and it's not even it's not even so much of like the drinking aspect of it, but it's just like just for the sweaty. for the, for Are the you long, sweaty guy. It depends. Like when I'm just yes. when I once yes. I start once I start moving around. Watch I, out! Just, this dude comes in at principles of coaching every day. Oh yeah, it's yeah. he just has a coat and a t-shirt and he goes, dude, I'm sweating. Well, there's dude, I, I will say that there's wow. certain Walking rooms. class, yeah. There's certain rooms on this campus where it's unbelievable. It's just they it's don't the have temperature. The temperature changes get me because like you're walking outside in the cold, so you have to wear the winter jacket. But as soon as I step into a building. I'm just leaking. I'm like, wow, I, it is hot. You take the stairs too. Yeah, because that's do, always yeah. the move when you take the stairs in the winter coat. You're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't like. I don't noticeably sweat. My body just gets hot. Like the pits will get going a bit, but um, it, it's more so the longevity of the week. If you're not drinking water, dude, you can you can run into some bad problems if you're not drinking water. Like it's heat not, stroke. Just don't be a hero. Yeah, yeah. Mixing water. You gotta drink something. Just put a little cup by your nightstand. Wake the boys will be like, oh, drinking water? I'll be like, yeah, I am. I have to. Yeah, yeah I am. Because I'm a responsible adult. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yep. Uh, my next one, a do. Do make a budget. We gotta, oh, yeah. You got to spend money wisely. You cannot I feel like ball this out. is just a travel. This isn't even spring break. This works for spring. I mean, I feel like spring break and travel I, are like the same thing. There. No, 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 no. I appreciate it, though. These are good tips. Thank you. Yeah, good. Thanks, Kyle. So appreciate it. Uh, make a budget. My budget's gonna Don't fly go out the window, dude. I have no chance. No chance. I'm done. Yeah, but I'm that's gonna... just like that's when you're up here too. Like I'm not going out tonight, and then like one of your buddies is like, "Okay, we're going out." I'm like, "Up." Oh, I just bought three people drinks for no apparent yeah, reason. Yeah, the last the last couple weekends, especially this weekend, I didn't go out once this weekend, which is like credit to me. But it's like credit. people people are asking me. People are like, "Hey, like let's go out." I go number one. I don't really have the money to spend right now. Number two, I'm about to do seven straight days of probably just crushing Bud Lights. I'm going to take it easy. Number three, the weight loss has been going well. I think I've finally broken through the plateau that I told you guys about. Losing 10 pounds, we were at 11 now. So we're wow. rolling. We're on the backside Dude, of the hill. Can't wait I to don't see need it. it. But the budget thing is huge. It's more so don't over like don't outrun don't outrun your coverage. Don't don't out kick your coverage with your money. I I'm bringing a Set amount of money from my cash. Yeah, no, I'm not. I dude, I don't carry cash anymore, but I'm skeptical. But if my car gets stolen, <laughs> then I'm screwed. But yeah. um, I have no chance of sticking to my budget. I'm just gonna be spending money because I, 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 in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna bring this amount of money down with me, and then hopefully I come back with this amount. It's just not gonna happen. But there's ways to get around, you know. And I know, like, I've got those friends. Like, come on, dude, we're only here for seven days. Like, this is the last time we're gonna get a chance to go on spring break together. We're seniors. Like, just come on, dude. Like, spend a hundred dollars to go to the club. I'm gonna be like, you know what? Fine, I will. <laughs> and I'm gonna be. And then it turns again. into like two fifty. Yep. Yep. And then you're and then you're waking up in the morning crying in your bed. Yeah. It's okay. The memories. Yeah. Yeah. The, the memories. Those memories. Priceless. Yeah. Right? Priceless memories. My next do is do force yourself to be in the mix every day. There is a lot well, I just said yeah, I thought you didn't want to be in the mix. Well, I'm saying for the sake of being active with your group and like going out to I cuz okay, so here's my thing as far as being in the mix. I'm not a big I first of all, I don't think I've ever been to a club except like the 18 and over club in Mexico, the Jag. 
Shout out to Jag at Barcelo Riviera Maya. Pretty good time. Um, but uh, I don't think I've ever like been to a real club, if my memory serves me the right way. I just know I'm not going to like it. I'm going to get in there, and there's, there's going to be too many lights. It's going to be hot. I'm going to get hit in the eye with like a strobe early on. I'm going to be phased. <laughs> Like I get hit with like Be a concussion rattled. grenade. It's uh, the music. I can't do that kind of music. I have no interest in that. I know what it's gonna be. It's like, mm-ts, mm-ts. like I, I get me out of here, dude. That's like the most like mid two thousand bass of Tate. They definitely they're playing like Kygo there now. Didn't everyone's getting lit? Don't know who that is, but I thought I you liked EDM. Since when? I like uh, sometimes like if you're getting ready for a, a big game, like yeah, throw on some. You Avicii. definitely know who Kaio is. I probably you like if, if we Kaio played you a song, you oh, know. Well, it. Okay, I'm sure. It's not like a boop boop. It's it's different. Beep, beep, beep. You're thinking of no man. You're thinking of bee boo boo bop bee boo bop. SpongeBob um, shout yes, out. Yes, but I I'm more of a guy where it's like Michigan State has two basketball games while we're on spring break. I will be locked in at Have the to. local watering hole. Like that's Have what to. I like. That's my thing. I, I and that's what I mean by being in the mix of like I will be out and about each night. But you don't don't be the guy that's like it's like three p.m. and you're like yeah I'm just gonna like kind of just sit here and like watch TV or like I'm not really trying to go to the beach right now. Get active. You can't do Stay that. Stay active. Well, I don't think you're just a loser if you don't like. Yeah, I don't be a loser. Should be what like <laughs> because if you're the guy who goes and spends that money to go on spring break and goes, I'm actually just gonna sit in the house. That's the thing. And just like chill here. Be like, active. What? You're a waste. Like. Get out Waste of Waste of space. Yeah, go home then. Okay, that, that's a little excessive. <laughs> get on a flight and Fact, go home. Get on a yeah, flight, wa- waste go of home. space. Yeah. It's, you're not doing anything, not contributing. Uh, my next one, don't don't use uh, the James Franco sprang brag for an IG caption. Yeah, it's dude, not good. It, it, you, it's not good. There is, there is no worse FOMO that comes than seeing the Instagram spring break pictures. But this, yes, the spring, the spring break. If anyone says it to my face, I'm gonna be chucking nucks because I just (laughs) chucking nucks. It it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm a big FOMO guy. Even though I don't want to go on spring break, I will want to be able. I will want to go on spring break like midweek. I'll be like, why didn't I go? You're such an idiot. You're just gonna miss like like you're. I think you'll get to a point where it's like, oh, it'd be nice to be in some warm weather. But there is something to be because, dude, coming back, it's gonna talk about Sunday scaries. That's you're the gonna worst have a, Sunday. You're gonna have a Monday through Sunday scaries the week you come back from spring break. I might not be the same person. It's gonna be rough though. The I week see that we come back you. though, that's a good easier in week though. I think that's the NCAA tournament, right? It's or is Big it the Ten. Big Ten tournament? Yeah, it's Big, Big Ten. Ten. I actually kind of want to go to a game. So Which we'll, that is we'll not talk. easy way. Like that's gonna be mean? rough. Why don't we take a trip to what Chicago? Get the boys out for Are a they game. playing in Chicago this year? No, it's Indianapolis. Indy. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be rough. Not prepared. Kind of. Are you I'm going? Not. Yeah, we're all going. Me, Trent, Natalie, and Ian Gilmore. Ooh, shout out. How much are flights to Indy? Just asking. It's like a five-hour drive. Yeah, he's getting a car. Idiot. How much are flights to Indy? Just asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, On Impact Stine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, the, the, spraying, the spraying break thing is a little overplayed. I, well, how'd that originate? The From movie Spring, Spring Breakers. Breakers. Never seen it. The movie Stench. Horrible, horrible movie. No, I don't get James Franco's character either. I don't like James Franco, man. He does. He does have a weird vibe. It doesn't, about him. doesn't do it for me at all. At like, all. It, I will say this: Pineapple Express is the most overrated movie of all time. Yeah, it's and like kind of funny, but I cannot stand that movie. And people love it. I'm like, James Franco stinks in that movie. I can't stand this guy. Can't stand him. You know what? That's a good take. Even though Freaks and Geeks is a good show. Um, you know what movie I love that I watched the other day, and it, it is. Minute by minute, 
maybe one of the funniest movies that's around hot rod oh it's the best <laughs> dude i'm gonna I, by the way you I, look looking, really pretty <laughs> yeah i can't say what the was other that way. what was that rod? <laughs> yeah dude between the i'm freaking pumped i want you green tea all day like that between the lines and just the premise the premise of hot rod for if you haven't like really taken the time to like figure it out the premise of Hot Rod is he's trying to do st- he's a horrible stunt man that yeah. attempts to do stunts to raise money for his stepdad he hates. to get to, he hates to get a heart transplant so he, could, so he can live long enough so he can so he can beat his rear end off like that's the, the best that's favorite best part word. of the whole movie senses of a bottlenose dolphin when he's trying to he's doing the training he's like trying to do underwater when i pull this belt yeah no 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 dude the best is when they're sending him downhill my (laughs) safe word is whiskey what'd you just say (laughs) whiskey my safe word is whiskey it's like why are you saying like that why am I saying what weird? And then they said, as soon as they said, like, whiskey, like he's like the safe word didn't help. And he crashes. That's awesome. But I don't know why. How did I bring that up? Oh, because for spring it was a funny break. Movie. I don't spring know. Breakers. But yes, yeah. D- take it easy on Instagram. Like you don't. Everything you do doesn't have to be out there. Spend some time. Maybe put. Maybe send. You know. You send a Snapchat when you get out there of like. You know, gonna be a great week. And then bury the phone. Like take some pictures. I'm a big picture guy these days. Like take pictures with your friends when you have moments like that. But it doesn't need to be all over social media. I, we know everyone's on spring break. Just get, you just get one picture. One yeah, picture, yeah. a story. There's no need for you to give me like a day by day. This is what we did today. Like, stop. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You just make me feel bad. Sit on my couch in St. Louis. You're like, oh, Miami's a movie. Yeah. Stop. Whatever that means. Yeah. That's <laughs> the lingo, the slang the kids are using. Um. By the way, Colin, I need you to look in the doc. I'm going to uh, a song request for you on the heels of Hot Rod. Um, My next one is Don't Get Lost. For the sake of the other people in your group, I have already made it very clear. Hold on, I gotta take this out for the Collins. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're holding, we're holding, holding, holding. You can't do this at the break. I, no, yeah, I, I, I wanted you to. Well, I don't know if we're going to a, play that song okay. if you can. Um, but sorry. Um, for the sake of other people in your group, don't get lost. I've made the point known. I'm a. I'm. I'm like the protector, the helper, the watcher. I play the dad, the mom role a lot. It's just who I am, not to like puff my chest. It's just what I do. So when it comes to things like- So you're like, no fun. No, I am. I'm saying for the sake <laughs> of like, if someone's missing from the group, I just laser focus. Like we got to find them now. So I've already made it very clear. And we again, we're going with a group of girls too. I know this probably sounds horrible, but if we're leaving people behind or people are getting lost, I do not care on this trip. I am taking care of myself and my travel partner. I've got two of my only wow, only two of my buddies from Michigan State are going. The rest are like U of M kids. One kid from Florida. Um, I am responsible for myself and those two guys because we travel as a group like collectively all the time. No one else. Do not get lost because don't wow. make your friends leave the beach and go. Yeah, I think we left so and so a brunch. They were passed out in the bathroom after bottomless mimosas. Like. I'm not having it. Airport, club, bar. I, I, obviously, if we don't hear from you for a couple days, then maybe we start to get worried a little bit. <laughs> but if it's like within like, oh, yeah, where is so-and-so? Don't care. Figure it out. Bottom line. All right. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. Uh, my last one, and it's very simple. Do live it up. Yeah, Have man. The t- this is spring break. It's only going to happen a few times. Live it up. It's yeah. week long. Hang out with the friends. 
boys, girls, live it up. Have I, a great time. I will piggyback on that because my last song was going to be do do whatever the heck you want to do. Like make make your time again. Back to my point of the girls having in their Ryan complains and doesn't come with us. Do what you want to do. Like you're the one that spent the money. If you want to spend all seven days laying on the beach reading a book, go ahead. Like you spent the money. Do what you got to do. Make it your own. But yes, to 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 the seniors out there, especially who uh, you know, obviously people after senior year, people move around. You don't have the same dynamic. You're not seeing the same people. It's like the same thing after high school. Just another level to that. Enjoy the time you have with your friends. Don't be an idiot. Like there are consequences to your actions in 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 many different facets of what you can do on spring break. Don't be an idiot. Make it back home. Just don't do math. Don't do crack, meth, heroin. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. But (laughs) uh, droppy. Yeah. Yeah. Just just figure it out. Zannies. Figure it out. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself and we'll we'll see you back on campus. I love all the like Monday. All the like this is what I've learned from rap music. All the like abbreviations for drugs or nicknames. Like I have no idea what any of these sins are, but like, hey, Future's rapped about it in his last <laughs> album, <laughs> so now I know what it is. Yeah, no, I think that's one of the funniest things listening to like rap music or like going to a party and seeing a bunch of people from like the most you know elite places in the country, like people who are like from um, what's like the the richest place in Detroit. What's uh, the, the probably suburb? like Bloomfield's yeah, Bloomfield, Bloomfield or Birmingham. Like you know they've never seen like anything in their life and like, oh I'm off the perks. And you're like, no, you're not. Stop. Are you just talking just, about white people right now? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. That's fine, dude. I was Julian, Julian we've been talking about this, me and you. You're just like, I gotta let people know that I'm black more often. <laughs> well, you know, because this is an audio and no one gets to see my face, but I'm black. Do you think <laughs> do you think do you think people has anyone told you like can you do you think you can tell that like Julian's African American based on like his voice? I don't know. Can you tell that by people that they're African American? Like LeBron sounds like he's black. Like if you were, if you were to hear LeBron and go, "No, I'm just <laughs> okay." I'm, now we're getting into muddy <laughs> waters. No, I'm saying from I'm saying from how he sounds. Like oh, he's yeah. That's like that sounds like a black guy. Just how he, like it is what it is. Not like his language, but just how he sounds as a human. Like that's like a six seven uh, black dude. No comment for me. I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just know that in two K, if you have a white player, you, sorry. It's not going to be. It's not your voice isn't going to match. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's literally that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I will say that to say the least. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I don't know if Jordan has that vibe to him. Hey, uh, you yeah. sound like Shaq, and it's a five-two yeah. white guy. Yeah. His name's Steve, and all you do is yeah. knock down threes. Oh like, God. how you doing tonight? Yeah, no. Uh, bad luck. Two K, fix that. Some more, some more voice guys. Um, other than that, that's been our Sparty Awards. That's that was it. a long, that was like a half hour Sparty Awards. We yeah. just talked about spring break. That was his life. Like the longest time. Life coming at you. Yeah, life comes at you fast. <laughs> good time, good time. Uh, Sparty Awards on WDBM East Lansing just ended that. There's the legal. How are you? Uh, we're going to head to a quick break on the other side. We got some Bachelor and some special stuff for you. Some national news. We'll talk some cheating in the MLB and some other things. Uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break. If you're a veteran of Iraq or Afghanistan, like me, coming home can be harder than expected. But it turns out I wasn't alone. At IAVA.org, there's a free online community of thousands of vets who've got your back. Whether it's managing the transition home or everyday stuff like finding a nice sweater for my dog. Sweater? Okay, maybe not that. Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America is there for you. Join our community at IAVA.org. We've got your back. Brought to you by IAVA and the Ad Council. 
How are you, East Lansing? I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. I'm Julian Mitchell. And we want you to tune in this Sunday and every Sunday morning to the Green and White Report. The Impact Sports team brings you all the updates from Michigan State sports, Detroit pro sports, and sports across the nation. Every Sunday at 11 a.m., tune in to hear our takes on what's going on around East Lansing, our weekly Sparty Awards, and sports news from around the world. So join us on the Green and White Report this Sunday and every Sunday at 11 a.m. right here on The Impact. Welcome back to the Green and White Report. Last half hour of the show here in Studio H of the Impact Studios in Holden Hall. Uh, if you want to talk, join us on the show. Tweet at us at WDBM Sports. Use the hashtag GWReport. Uh, call in at 517-432-3893 or text at 517-884-8989. Last half hour, we got to talk some Bachelor. Stuff went down. And Ryan's still bobbing around. He's in some dance. I like this. You how, could bust this move out of the club. Hey, you know? how far is heaven, guys? Lord, can you tell me? Can you tell me? <laughs> oh, my God. Can I get... I would like to have my... Can, I need that... No. Can we... Can we no? Hard no. Why oh, not? Hard no. I'm can't, uh, We'll talk about it. Dude, that's... If you don't play the song I requested, I might not do the show anymore. That's okay. It's Wait, such a don't, good song. We can okay, just fire okay. Collins. Play There's, us out on the show with the song. Do you hear me behind I, the glass? I hear you. Thank you. Um, yeah, The Bachelor. Sorry, continue. Go ahead. No, Jim. thank you. I'm glad you got that out. I had to. You need that. Great song. Great song to lead us in. I, that's like a good spring break song. It's got the vibe to it. It does. It does. All right, The Bachelor. So it was hometowns yes. on this last episode. Um, Peter went around. He got to see everybody's home. Got to meet their family, for some of them, at least. Uh, it was a crazy <laughs> episode. This was just... Wild, ridiculous. I think the best episode, one of the best episodes of the season. It was ridiculous. Who do he started out? Um, who do you go with for Hannah? Hannah. Ann? Ann? Yeah, he went to Hannah, Hannah Ann's Ann. house first. Met with her in uh, met with her in her hometown. It was a pretty good one. I thought theirs was was nice. It was chill. I met the family. The axe throwing to me, as I said earlier on the final rose podcast. Shameless plug. Also Motown rundown. We talk about the Bachelor, but um, got Bachelor coverage everywhere. We uh, I, I, we I said this before and the whole thing with hannah ann was like her dad she had this whole story about how her dad was you know he wants a man's man for me whatever he wants to make sure that you can like shoulder the load of a family and so for whatever reason hannah ann was like i know how i'm gonna prove my boyfriend or whatever you would call pete i know how i'm gonna prove his worth to my father we're gonna go do a organized axe throwing uh commercialized axe throwing activity to where, and I, I also said too, it makes me so uncomfortable to watch how they'll go into these places and like all these people are probably enjoying their time throwing axes and like the producers come in for the bachelor and they're just like, hey, uh, we're gonna need you guys to hold up for about four hours here. We're gonna shoot some stuff. And they're both horrible. They're like, how it was a, bad. Like, I, I'm sure, like, how is that a measure of you being a man of how well you can throw an axe? I don't know. Like, I, I first don't. of all, that is not safe. I have seen some videos on YouTube of people chucking axes against the wall and they just bounce back and come flying. Well, Peter had faces. one that, that bounced back. It was like, how, like, first off, this is ridiculous, like you said, to even just be throwing axes. How is that a form of entertainment in, in 2020? And then the, just the second off, how do you, you suck so bad that you, you bounce it back at you? Like, come on, hit the, something. They didn't make, no? their shooting percentage sucked. They didn't make one for like five minutes. Which is horrible. How does Hannah Ant, like, if this is your, you know, making a man, this is how I'm going to find out if he's the right guy for me. 
you got to be a seasoned vet at it. You can't just be like, oh, I haven't axed on myself either. Yeah, practice what you preach. Practice what you Step preach. Step up. And then uh, Pete brings out the the 20 things he loves about Hannah Ann. And it is like vomit in your mouth. <laughs> Little cheesy. Horrible, yeah. cheesy. I don't even think he actually had 20 things because he only said five. And yeah. It's like, you get the rest. You get the gist. Like, you understand. <laughs> yeah, you get, <laughs> you get where I'm coming from with this whole thing. Hold on to this. and it, Yeah, it was just... Yeah, and then Hannah Ann basically, I've, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. Pete's like, say it again. You're like, okay, dude, stop. <laughs> you <laughs> suck. He's a, he's a weirdo. He, I'm sorry. He actually did say it back to her, though, didn't he? He was like, yeah, I think I'm falling in love with you, too, or something. He did the, I think. I think I'm falling in love. Oh, yeah. I might be. I don't know yet. He's got a lot to figure out that Pete. He just does, man. I don't, but that was a, they had a pretty good date. I mean. They, they did. They got a good. Like the dad, obviously, there's always the pushback, and I think I think her dad gave the most pushback out of any of the dads. Um, but with that being said, I think that Hannah Ann, you got the feeling that the, he's Pete's starting to get really comfortable with Hannah Ann. Oh, some would say final two comfortable. Some would say final two. I would say final two comfortable. I don't know if she's gonna win. Um, we'll get to that obviously, but I look, I think it, I think it went well overall. Um, I think Pete is just really awkward. Like when he meets the family is kind of, like, he's just, he comes off as there's a certain level when you meet in the families that you got to come off as like, yeah, I'm a confident guy. Like it's, it's nice to meet you. Like, Oh, Hey, like, it's so good to meet you. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, let's like, come on. You know, he but, seems fake. He needs something. And I've like, the biggest thing is obviously he can't give away which girl he loves the most yeah, or who he's going to pick to one of yeah. the dads. But if you can't do that, then you got to come with a LeBron James level press conference answers. Yeah. Like, you got to be like, hey, you know, be honest. I have feelings for your daughter. Uh, I can't say right now if I love her or I don't. Yeah. I'm dating other three other girls, but I can say we're having a really special time together. Yeah, we're going to figure I it out. Need yeah. some diplomatical things. But yeah. uh, it was a good date. I like their date. Uh, it was way better than uh, the next date with Kelsey, who yeah. absolutely sucks. Kelsey yeah. is, uh, she's boring. Uh, she is she is a wooden plank. No, you know that is? That's horror awful. That's horrible and awful mixed together. Horror awful. Thank you. Thank you, Shaq. It's awful. It was like... Well said, Shaq. They stomped grapes. First off, absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Uh, the sounds of that, they didn't even... I don't get it. That's like a, That's my favorite family guy <laughs> clip. But yeah, no, it's... Whatever. I it's, Grape stomping, sure. Like, to each his own. But yeah, I agree. She just, I think in this one, you just kind of saw that she doesn't have a ton of like depth to her, Kelsey, as yeah. far as like, personality goes. All of the girls in that household look the same. They do. It was so bizarre. And like, granted, they're all related, but. Like, I think. And nice I, and, house. You know, a lot of people say it, but the, it's very true for Kelsey. She, when she gets older, she's going to look exactly like her mom. And I think that terrifies me. Not a terrible person to look like. Okay. But. Wasn't saying it was point, bad. It's just. Beside the point. Um, yeah, this, I, I, but to be honest, this date didn't like spark something for me to where I was like, she's not going to make it through. I was still just kind of like, it's a safe, it's a safe play for Peter to keep her around. Yeah, she was fine. They had, they were fine. The stepdad was there, whatever he is. Cause like the whole, it was weird how she brought up her dad in the episode before. And then they didn't really get brought up again. Like, yeah. I was waiting for the dad to like barge in. Maybe we got a fist fight between the stepdad and the dad. Pete's got to break it up. He takes it right across the face. He has another scar. Tells a story about how a different Puma, separate from the original Puma, clawed his face, and now he's a hero and whatnot. But by the way, you know what I was thinking about? Kind of off tangent to the Kelsey date. Could you imagine getting on a Delta flight and like he's your pilot? <laughs> like <laughs> you just hear his voice. Yeah, like, over wait, the like, a, like wait, that'd be insane. That'd be right, pretty, we're pretty landing cool. in Des Moines, Iowa. 
Pretty my, cool. Okay, my buddy goes there, dude. Pete's my pilot because he's he was on a Delta flight. I don't know where he was going. I go, if I don't get picture proof, it, it, it's not real. You're lying to me. Yeah. And he goes, they don't open the cockpit. They, he wouldn't take pictures because maybe he's got a ring on. Oh. So that that was his theory. I was like, I think you're just lying to me and that pilot just didn't want to say hi to you. Did I tell you the story about running into Jack Eichel in Nashville? No. I didn't tell you the story about that? No. Okay, I thought- I, didn't I tell you guys? No. I, you told me. I remember. I'll go. Okay. This, yeah. I'll go very, very, very quick. Cause it's, this is, that is one of those stories to where it's like, no one's going to believe like the Bill Murray thing where like, I don't know, whatever like skit he used to do where he would go up to someone in the restaurant and take one of their fries off the plate and he would go to the person and go, no one's ever going to believe you. Yeah. Like that's one of those things. But I was in Nashville for the, um, the hockey tournament we had in January, and I was at Tootsie's, and we had just came from a Nashville Predators game, and I was wearing my P.K. Subban Predators jersey, my favorite player in the NHL. Um, and so we're, I'm sitting up there at Tootsie's, and they had just played Buffalo that night after at the Preds game, obviously. Yep. And I'm getting, like, high fives. So I'm like, yeah, Preds, like, good win. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. I just kind of have the jersey. I bought it from China for 15 bucks, whatever. Yeah. So I'm standing there at the bar, and I get a tap on my shoulder. And I look over my shoulder, and that's this guy. He's wearing red leather pants, a red leather jacket, and a black T-shirt. Like he's out of like a like a Footloose movie, and he's got this like really like curly Muppet looking hair mohawk deal. And he taps me on the shoulder, goes, "Hey, PK Subban, yeah." And I turn around, I'm just go, "Yeah, man." Just as like kind of like blowing off like another fan that's like, "Oh yeah, like yeah, awesome man, Preds." And I like turn back around and I take a second look. And he starts walking down the stairs, and I go, I think that's Jack Eichel. And I turn to our, our head coach, and I go, was that Jack Eichel? And he goes, he looks like it. And then three guys from the bar come over to me, and they're like, do you know who that was? And I go, I think that was Jack Eichel. And they go, yeah, it was. And I'm like, no one's ever going to believe me. Because like, I couldn't I get a picture. Uh, that's, I mean, that's fine. I don't have to. Like, I experienced. You can ask. Like, I mean, if I were to bring my head coach in here, he would confirm <laughs> it for you. But... It's one of those things where it's like, it, it, there's no proof. Like you, you, no one would ever believe you. But that's a, why, why would I make something like that up? I like don't know. I, I don't care. Honestly, okay. either way. Sorry. Move. We'll move on. Sorry for the tangential. But yes, Kelsey. Great story. Whatever. Stinks. She Kel- was. She, she was a non-factor. She's a dud. Who was not a dud though? My favorite girl. This is the best date ever. I haven't seen a lot of other seasons of The Bachelor, but this is the greatest date ever. Um, Peter goes to Auburn, Alabama. With Madison. And Madison, of course, takes him to Auburn University where they go on the basketball court. They get basketball jerseys. Uh, I think they have like, last names on the back. Yeah, they sure. had all the, all the logos and the league thing covered up. They were covering up the, the logos on the funny. seats and stuff. It was what a mess. It was great. Charles Barkley makes an appearance on the video board. Madison points and goes, oh, that's Charles Barkley. Because... Peter probably didn't know knowing him because he's a dud. I wonder who like set that up. So I was like, "Hey Charles, uh, can we we need you to do this thing?" He's like, "What's this for?" I'm like, uh, "It's just this thing. Can you just read this? Read this card, please." It's like after a, a TNT game. Knowing Thursday, Charles like, Barkley though, he probably watches this or something. Like he, Charles Barkley says no to like nobody. I see that guy get interviewed more than anyone in like sports yeah. media. He's probably like, "No, what I, I was." I love season 10. I'll come on and help you guys <laughs> out. On. Uh, so Charles Barkley makes an, makes an appearance. Then Bruce Pearl, in all his glory, comes out onto the floor, and they start running some ball handling drills. And Peter can't dribble to save his life. <laughs> She's Madison's just a better ball handler than he is, just factually. like She is. She's just a better person. 
She's a better <laughs> ball handler than half the Big Ten. She had handles. She did. Who, who who wins if they play each other, Foster Lawyer or Madison? I'm I'm willing to bet the house on Madison. Yikes. No comment. Yeah, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> a good date, though. They play basketball. You know, Pete made a few shots, of course, heavy editing to, uh, to make those shots. But a great date. Goes back home, and uh, Madison kind of has a conversation with her mom about the fact that she's very religious and hasn't really told Peter yet that she is saving herself for marriage. So that conversation mm. is had at the house, which makes things very interesting uh, with Madison going forward. She doesn't tell Peter about it. Um, and instead, as we see from promos, is going to wait till uh, now with Fantasy Suites uh, to come along to to tell him about this. Um, but it is the perfect time. <laughs> it's a bomb drop. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I know we're supposed to like do this whole thing in the Fantasy Suite, but I can't. Ooh. It is a bomb. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where... To each his own. You have to respect everyone's life and their wishes. Yeah. And it seems like Peter might have some problems with that. The girls seem to have problems with it, like Victoria, who was very vocal about it. But if Peter, like, if you, if Peter likes Madison enough, this won't matter. But it was, it is something that's like bizarre. It hasn't been brought up yet. Yeah, crazy has been brought up. Could could make some changes for the show, but we'll before we get into that after, I want to talk a little quick about Victoria F. She has Yikes, the worst date in history. Wow. It yeah. started out pretty well. They go to a concert and the guy's Hunter Hayes. Yeah, Hunter Hayes. He's lost a step. Another Wow, yikes. He hasn't <laughs> lost a Did step. Did he ever have a step? Yeah, he's got a couple good songs. Yeah, like yesterday's song is a good one. Um there's probably a couple others too that I'm not thinking of, but he No does, Hunter Hayes slander. He does not look great <laughs> anymore and his voice is starting to whew. But Despite, what is with her and like country music artists? She's like dated everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't come on. It, we don't know. We don't know that. It, we don't they know. Might have. I didn't want to say the other thing, so we just okay. Gotta, yeah, we don't know. They didn't bang. We don't okay. know. I don't know. We don't know. They have. A, they may have history. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep. But they they start how do you out the day well. Set this up. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know how you just say, "Hey, Hunter Hayes, you want to perform in my hometown for I the Bachelor?" So. I think. It's actually yeah. pr- probably good advertising for him. Yeah, the producers are like, Hunter Hayes, what are you doing besides sitting on Nothing. you know, he needs couch? advertising. Nothing. So he comes out, he plays. Pretty good. It was going well. Things seem to be going well for Victoria. Pete's like, I love this. This has been the best date. And then out of nowhere, Pete's ex-girlfriend, who he met in a, was it not an H&M? I forget the name of the guess? store. A guess. Yes, guess, because he was buying guest jeans. They meet Strange. at the store. It's ex-girlfriend. She comes up and she's like, hey, I know Victoria. And she, you know, may or may not. Have broken up some relationships. Well, he has trouble with the snap. And the ball is free. <laughs> that was perfect. Dude, uh, nice job, yeah. Collins. Wild. Comes out of nowhere. They blur her face. Don't modulate her voice. We know her name. Uh, so that's just dumb. And it's just, it's crazy. She tells Ben's everything for Peter. He has to rethink about his entire life from this no detailed, no yeah. evidence. Clearly, story. he spent a lot of time rethinking his life, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's a bomb. That's a bombshell. I love. I like the exes being involved. It makes for good television. But that is, uh, if anything, I mean, it kind of confirmed the things that we heard swirling around the Twitter sphere as far as her being like a home wrecker. I got that vibe from Victoria too. I liked her early on. I think, but I, the more I think about it, I think that her, uh, her whole insecurity charade was just that. But um, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's I mean, a that's that's a tough. Tough conversation to have this late in the show. Yes, and so they have that conversation as Peter is prepared or getting ready to walk into her house and meet her family. He sits her down on the on the front steps, the front porch, and is like, hey, 
I heard you're a homewrecker. And Victoria F, <laughs> she does not take this well, much like Mark, does not like the question, flips out, walks away. Peter's like, where are you going? What are you doing? Why are you not fighting for this? Just give me an answer. And she's like, I just can't. And then- I just can't. Peter falls for it. He, he falls I for it, nickel and dime. He yes. walks up to her and he's like, I'm sorry. Yep, I'm dude. I'm sorry. I said this in the final rose. I don't mean to- generalize but as as steph and maddie both confirmed as our two female leads of the final rose podcast women are exceptional at doing this thing to where they take what you have said and your position on a topic and then they spin it to where you think that you are a bad person for bringing it up and that you're Next also question. in the wrong so for pete to i think deservedly so bring up to Victoria, like, hey, I just heard these things. Is there any weight to them? I don't want to accuse you of things. I don't want to walk into your house without without covering this. But what's going on? And for her, then she goes reverse kibosh. And she goes, I can't believe you've done this <laughs> to me. Kibosh. I can't believe you're bringing this up. How dare you? Like, why does this always happen? And then Peter, that's how you know again. I had a lot of respect for Peter for bringing it up. But then he backpedals and he's like, you know what? I am so sorry. I cannot believe I just did that to you, which is just not the right way to go about it, in my it's opinion. It's ridiculous. And then he hops in his car. He leaves. Doesn't meet the family at all. He's, again, rethinking his life, rethinking the relationship. Victoria F. shows up at the hotel. She's like, hey, I want to set the record straight. That is crazy. She doesn't really set the record straight about what's happened or these relationships, but they, they basically mend together. And Peter's like, okay, I understand. I'm sorry. I apologize. We flash forward to, to the rose ceremony. And, of course... No, Hannah Ann, Madison, right in line, get their roses, they're leading the way, and then it's Victoria F. and Kelsey, and everyone's thinking Victoria F. has had this meltdown, there's no way on God's green earth he picks her. That's exactly why it had to be her. He picks her. <laughs> he picks her. Yeah. And Kelsey is stunned. They're even sitting on a bench as Kelsey's getting ready to hop in the car, and he's like, I know you didn't see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good observation. So he picks Victoria F., and now we... We have probably the, the most obvious, I just want to tap that, in, in, in all of history. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whew. Yeah, it, it, that to me, like, I was surprised, but I wasn't. And I just, it that move there made me not want to watch the rest of the season. Like I was just like, dude, like, clearly she's not going to win. To answer the question, no, I think Trent asked, like, hey, like, do you think that, you almost are rooting for Victoria now just to see the chaos. It's like, no, dude, I'm not. I She's just not a good person. She's got a lot of growing up to do, in my opinion. And I just, I would hate for Peter to break another girl's heart to fuck, to, to freaking like date this girl. But I, at the same time, I, I think that she's got some weight there as, as far as being, uh, as you said, in, in Julian's terms, to uh, tap that. That's all I hate to, to be so vulgar, but tap that. And the thing is, you know, we see what happens with Madison to basically give this this ultimatum, and we debated whether it's an ultimatum or it is not an ultimatum. But she tells Peter, you know, if you you sleep with one of these other girls, I don't think I can move forward. And you know, with what has now happened, and Victoria F. probably being somebody, he's just looking to hit hit it and quit it. Yeah, he hits it, could break Madison's heart. Do you do you think that it is out of line for Madison to be like, hey, if you if you happen to sleep with someone else, we're done? Is that out of line? Well, I think for one thing, it is, you know, her ideals and what she lives by. And she's like, you know, obviously she made her choice and everything. But for it to be this late in the game and then you come up during Fantasy Suites, which is 
pretty much known to be the time. The Super Bowl of sex. Yeah, like this is this is fan. You this is the final countdown. This is the final domain. Like you are just gonna smash here. I'm sorry, that's it's the requirements. Yeah. And then they go, hey, you do this. I think I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Like this is something I feel I felt like should have just been said a little earlier. Yeah, and again, that just comes back to the point of like if you if you're that into someone and you like someone that much, those kind of things shouldn't matter. But again, you when you've only been talking to this person for like six weeks or however long they're together, you know, it's probably been a rough six weeks for the guy. Has it been able to uh, you know, relieve some stress? Some stress. But yeah, so it's gonna be a very interesting next episode on Monday night as to what Peter does, what happens. I don't know. Do you? What are your power rankings? I would say my power rankings, believe it or not, now are gonna go Hannah Ann one, Madison two, Victoria three, and I feel like I flip those every single time I am asked. I just think Victoria has no chance because he is clearly have better relationships with both of the other girls. 100%. I think something, like, clearly you see in the in the previews that something's going on as far as, like, someone might leave, like, Peter's mom's crying, whatever. But I, I think something happens to where one of these girls might not be there that he wants there, and it might default to someone else. But there's going to be, this fantasy suite thing is going to affect Madison, and, and it's going to affect their relationship. So I think Hannah Ann's the winner. Good for you, Hannah Ann, at 23 years old. She's a year older than me, and she's going to be getting Crazy. married. Crazy. I still have Madison at one, and then Hannah Ann, two, and Victoria. It should be. like They have the best connection, Madison and Peter. They do. They really do. He's going to mess it up. I'm I'm banking on the fact that you know we're gonna get to a point because they're gonna you know they've teased glimpses of him maybe sleeping with someone that maybe you know it's a dicey makeout and he's like yo I can't do this and he yeah. realizes he loves Madison sweet makeout probably kill. won't happen it probably won't happen he's probably gonna mess it up and break her heart but I still got Madison at one Collins you got any power rankings who you got Madison the ultimate it's an ultimatum so yeah I, I know. I, we got really into that on the final rows of like what the yeah, definition of an ultimatum was it was it was it an is, ultimatum yeah. <laughs> it, it, I don't care if they edit it it was an ultimatum but um <laughs> I still think Madison's in the driver's seat but Hannah Ann's inching right up the yeah clipping at her heels she, I would she's reaching in the front Vic- seat for the goldfish there's no chance Victoria made it past this week but if she did I would be very happy because she brings the energy to this show she does bring the, bring the juice she's got a little juice with her yeah. I like it I like it be an eventful episode on Monday night we'll have final roles will be the uh, we'll have a episode for you Motown will have an episode and then we'll be back on Sunday to talk about it some more it's 1 p.m. though And you guys can stay here, but we got to get up out of Studio H at 1 p.m. You've been listening to the Green and White Report, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. Join us next Sunday and every Sunday at 11 a.m. For Julian Mitchell, Ryan Rabinowitz, Henry Minigos, who made his way into the studio, and Ryan Collins behind the one and twos. Finally. We'll see you next Sunday. Listening to the Green and White Report on WDBM. For all your sports news and notes, go to impact89fm.org/sports.